exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of us smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn, and it is 419, which means is I can still smoke. Because I, like I told everybody, I'm not smoking on 420. Now, nah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I might smoke on my own, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> not going to be part of the masses anymore. I've given up. It was funny. At ADS last year, right yeah. at 420, everyone was like freaking out to run outside to go smoke. And I was just like, whatever, man. I'm like, I just sat there. And I was like, you don't have to. Yeah. No, you don't have to. If you, if you think along my, my guidelines, which yeah. is smoke all day, <laughs> and then you quit at 420 for one minute. I like that. That's the way you should be. Because again, amateur hour, 420 equals amateur hour. And, totally. and, you'll, and you'll see it this year. I think this is going to be the year that it proves itself because I haven't seen a sh- single fucking event that I really want to be at this year, personally. Right. Sorry. Sorry if I've just crushed everybody's events out there, but I just don't. I don't feel, no, no, no. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, there's something in the air. There's something right. in the air. Speaking of something in the air, um, this morning, I, uh, you know, I was like, fuck i'm flying back in because i was out in hawaii yes, as of yesterday and i was flying back in and i knew that i was going to arrive at 12:45, and get down here by four and my original guests which was going to be uh david bronner and adam eininger and so david bronner is from dr bronner soap he couldn't he had a, he had a little bit of emergency family emergency so he had to cancel on me and i was like damn i had the graphics figured out i had it all kind of you know i was kind of going for like a non 420 but a more psychedelic-y kind of vibed sure. show, right? Because uh, David Bronner's put a lot of money behind maps uh, for the legalization of psychedelics. Uh, he also put a lot of money into the hemp movement. Uh, so he's, you know, putting his money's where his mouth is. And so the whole point of that show was going to be talking about legalization, psychedelics. It's bicycle day today, right? So it's yeah. fucking the, it was the perfect storm. I was like, oh, shit, maybe we'll all dose on the show. <laughs> nah, got, the show got off. Then the show had a t- complete 180 mm. because I got the call that he couldn't do it yesterday. So I was like, oh, shit. I got to pull a rabbit out of a hat. And, uh, you know, it, there was something that I wanted to do, uh, but then it literally became like a calling in the morning. I was like, oh, dude, you got to do this. This is what you have to do because, you know, Obviously, everybody who's listening to the show right now who's, like, tuned in specifically for the show knows who the fuck I'm talking about. I'm talking about Phylos Bioscience right now, obviously, um, who's been a guest on the show multiple times. And I was getting accused already of being the guy who, like, oh, you told us they were cool. And I was like, yeah. look, dude, I put them on the show. And right. I definitely, you know, I'm, I think that we all agree that it's it was a thing that had to happen at some point anyway somebody's going to do it right and the fact that they were uh you know offering 
the service to people to get your stuff on the map on the galaxy you kind of already have to know at that point you're giving up a lot you know what i mean you're not giving and i won't and we'll get into it in a second because it's going to go on but uh yeah there's a lot of sides to it and i was getting accused of luring people into these guys you know so i thought fuck i gotta i gotta nip this in the bud <laughs> literally yeah right? i was actually gonna call that the, the episode the nip it in the bud episode but because uh, kind of I figured like Mowgli has to get some exposure in the right way, too, because there's a lot of both sides. There's people there overdoing it. And there's a lot of people who, you know, yeah, anyway, we'll get into that later. <laughs> Sweet. We're going to get into it a little bit before all that, though. Let's uh, and then we may have. OK, let's see. We, as you noticed, pretty empty studio. Nobody. No one loves me at 420. See, 420 alone. It's not really 420 yet, but a lot of people are in Oklahoma. A lot of my homies are there. It's weird. It's, uh, I did not get lured into Oklahoma this year. It, it, was on my, it was on my agenda, though, I have to say. I was definitely thinking it would be cool to go there just because when I was there, I had a good vibe uh, as far as the people that were definitely into, like, you know, it was... I mean, it's still Oklahoma, right? It's just right. like fucking, you know you're in the fucking middle of nowhere. But the the people that came out to the event that I was at were definitely, it was weird too. It was like, Timmy, who listens to the show, mm-hmm. there was a kid there who was like about 58% Timmy, maybe 60% oh, really? Timmy. Yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> shit, dude, you look a little bit like him. Sound just like him. Oh my God, you're acting like him. It's weird. But it was like the quintessential characters you know they were yeah. there they were there nice you were in, you definitely knew you were in right you know you could tell who made the hash because right. they, you know, they were very do, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't be sloppy you could tell who was a grower and that's could, funny yeah they were very like i said quintess the quintessentials um and uh then what else yeah there's events going everywhere what, what, what were you th- what's your plans i mean uh, Since we didn't do, because normally we'd be doing ADSI. Right. And yeah. then I had a lot of people ask, were you doing it to this year? I was like, you know, yeah. not feeling it. I'm so glad I didn't do it because the whole point of doing the, you have to, anything around 420, you know, you're already stepping into a fucking landmine, right? Yeah. And back in the day when there was only a few events, it was like, what, you know, you could, you could kind of be like, all right, we're, we're going to be the event, right? But now there's like shitloads of small ones, but none of them seem good. <laughs> or none of them seem like anything that I really wanted to uh, hit up. I don't know. Right. It's like everything's got little somebody playing, and I'm like, all right, I'm <laughs> probably not going to go to that one either, you know? Uh, but yeah, kind of, it's a tough year. It's like uh, Callie's doing a cut. I mean, there's, there's things happening, obviously, everywhere. But it's sad that, uh, that Colorado actually fucked up because in the beginning, it would have been. Like, hey, it's that time of year. We crush it right. every year. Yep. But now there's really lost it. Like, it's like nobody's taking a risk and doing a big thing that I've seen. There's a couple block parties or whatever, but. Carl's Jr.'s taking a risk. Oh, yeah. There you, you go. There's that? some news. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's interesting. They're serving a CBD burger, I guess. It's going to be a take on the Santa Fe burger that they do. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be in the sauce, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. It's in the sauce. Yeah. They're going to start at 6 a.m. They're going to be serving all day till it's gone. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty amazing though that uh, it's gotten that quick, that far. It's already. Right, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's literally. Yeah, it's at that phase where it's like once it's there, that's that. Oh, I got our first call in. Is that a double call or one single no, call? It's 
I have two Skypes. Two Skypes. Yeah. Yo, hello, hello. How you doing, my friend? Who's this? Oh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey there, my friend. Who who, who we got on the line? This is Mowgli. Mowgli already. Man, you are on fire. You're right there. Boom. You're just like front and center. I'm so eager. Wow. Can, uh, I don't know if he's, I need a little, here, I'm going to turn my volume up. I'm turning it up right now. Okay. Let me hear you now, because I want to hear so, so, so. How you doing there? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, it's a little better there. Perfect. That's great. Hey, thanks for calling in, my friend. Wow, it's like uh, I, uh, I just like I was saying earlier, I, I literally woke up this morning and I thought I, I got to do this because you kind of need to. I think you need a, a at least a, a chance to sort of explain what's going on because I I was a little bit like, you know, I don't want to talk about it until I talk to you. So here we are. <laughs> I I appreciate that, man. I do. No, it's going to be good to get a chance to uh, to talk about it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, let's see. The first time you were on the show, was that about two years ago or maybe a year and a half? Sorry, two years ago? Might even I think more. it was like two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Okay. And that was pretty much the beginning of the of the project as far as, you, like, you didn't have that much. I mean, you had, at that point, how much uh, data did you already have when we were on the show? Just as far as like how many people, how many uh, contributions had you already had from people? Or you I don't know. I mean, we might have had a thousand samples by then. Okay, so you were at a pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty broad uh, yeah. thing at that point, and that was already, like we said, two years ago. So, so in the last couple of years, I mean, the thing is, and this is what gets me kind of like uh, the reason I, it's so obvious to have you here is, is I mean, people kind of misconstrue what you do from like what it's able to do. You know what I mean? There's like, there's a disconnect. Uh, when, when, when you get samples from people, I mean, I know you can pretty much give you anything, but how many people gave you, for instance, like actual seeds? Not many people, right? Most people just gave, cause, because that's the whole thing is anybody who gives you seeds, that's to them and they're just giving you seeds. I mean, that, that's in my opinion, as a seed breeder, out of your hands, you know, literally. Yeah, no, we, so that whole time we were collecting uh, dead samples and every now and then someone would, would give us, would offer to give us seeds for testing or even living plant material. Mm -hmm. And we would say, we would say, don't, don't do that. You, you want to have to wonder if we have your plants living mm -hmm. and we're doing something with them that you haven't given us permission to do give us dead samples all we're doing is uh sequencing the dna sure we're not trying to grow them and and you know we even said to people in some cases like if we're ever going to want living samples we'll come back to you and we'll talk about that and you know? and did that discussion really even happen in the end or you just guys got swamped with doing what you're doing pretty much well no so just recently, as we started to work on the breeding thing, yeah, that we've been, we have been collecting genetics, mm -hmm. absolutely, and we've been. So I mean, I think the main thing people have been upset about is they feel like we collected all these samples, and now somehow that means that we own those plants, and now we're we're doing stuff with those plants in competition with the people who give us samples. Right, um, and that, that's just 
that's just not true. I mean, not only are we not competing with those people in any way, but we don't own those plants. In fact, the whole project was is like a body of legal proof showing that they own the plants. That was the whole point. Yeah, and as far as the galaxy goes, and their inputs and all the stuff that they they put in. But but people felt like we could bring those samples back to life. You know, that was one of the fears. And that's and that's the disconnect that I was talking about, where people kind of think, okay, DNA does not equal being able to uh, create life from that DNA. You know, otherwise we'd be able to automatically recreate everything, right? I mean, so, so. Uh, you know, it's funny. One of our one of our scientists said we were trying to fill him in on the Instagram thing, which isn't his thing, right? And he was staring at us, and then he was like. Man, if we could bring those samples back to life, we wouldn't need a fucking breeding program. Right, right. And our and now, so as far as the breeding program, I mean, uh, it's, I, you know, it's the same. It's to me, it's the problem is is that it's like people, of course, uh, you know, want to want to imagine that scientists are scientists and people, you know, stoners are stoners, and there's obviously a lot of crossover in those worlds. And like, for instance, here we had a spectrum labs which was one of the first labs here in colorado that was doing lots of uh you know independent work so people would bring in anything it didn't matter if you had a shop because it was kind of a loose it was in the 2009 or so here and they would get whenever they got something really good they'd be like oh we want some you know what I mean? <laughs> so they'd be like stockpiling uh and they'd be getting and they were into growing and they were into all of that and it just was too convoluted and that's what kind of put them out because they weren't labby enough in the long run, you know, the long run they got shut down. But I think that's kind of right. Like, so people I think are miscon, you know, like taking the idea, of course, that you're stealing genetics. But I think the biggest and the only problem, in my opinion, is as far as ethics go is in breeding and stuff is just that I think people who put a lot of work in and then they got excited because you made it easy for them to sort of see like things they couldn't do before where they were like, Oh shit, this is actually really able to cross with this really well because, you know, you can see it here and here on these points and look at this. Oh, you know, there's data they have never had before. And so a lot of people, if they they used it wisely, they were like, Hey, this is, we gives us an advantage. You know what I mean? And so I think part of the problem now is that people might feel that since you got kind of the leg up, since they've, you've had all their work, you've had their people who they work with work, they have, you know, you have, the more data you get, almost the more pissed off they might get because now it's like, it gives you even more leverage. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I think that's kind of what people are, uh, breeders are worried about. Right. And from, so from, from my opinion. I, I, think, like, I think that's like, so some people think that like, we sold actual plants, right? But then you're yeah. right, there's this, other, there's this other position, which is that, we we collected all this data, and that gives us some huge advantage in, in breeding. And the, and the truth about that is that... I mean, it doesn't totally. We know that. There's a lot of... You don't have... The thing is, you don't have the meristem of somebody else's... We don't, don't have the... You don't have... You don't have, about, you don't have, the, you don't have that, so then you, uh, really, even if you know what it is, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's like people trying to reconstruct sour diesel from terpenes, you know what I mean? And you're like, this is not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is not sour cheese. Exactly. This is some horrible cologne right here. The thing is, like, in order to do, in order to use data to do plant breeding, you need the genus, 
type data, and then you need the living plants to figure mm-hmm. out how the genetics correlate with the living plants. And we never had the living plants from any of these samples. Right. So yeah, and you need this data yeah, exactly. actually does not help us. It does not help us breed. It hasn't helped us develop genetic markers. It actually doesn't help us breed. In order to put together a data set that helps us breed, we're going to have to do it in-house on the living plants that we own. It, it just... No, I mean, I think, I think what it does for you guys, I mean, for you guys, I guess it just gives it a, like you could pretty much, I mean, the whole point is, I guess, now to to work with people who are going to be totally good with the fact that, you know, they understand what open source is because everybody's really now open source on your thing. So really, in a way, it's just how you use the data, I guess somebody else could come in and crunch it harder and figure out something more that you know you might not even see you know i mean there's there's that's what that's the good part about the data is you guys are collecting it but at the same time it's it's risky when people think like you're getting in the same game you know i mean it's like the the minute you step in the arena with somebody else like you could you know be friends you know how it is personally on a personal level you're friends with somebody forever all of a sudden they're doing exactly what you're doing won't be you know what i mean it automatically sends you know changes the vibe of the room almost you know so i guess that's the problem is that people are kind of feeling like they got sideswiped in that way where all of a sudden you guys are breeding so why wouldn't you not just separate the the companies in the sense of just for the fact of knowing because you must know we're that sensitive because people are in this industry i think people are a little a little bit sensitive because we're still in that zone where the more professional you are you know, obviously, the 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 more packageable you are for the industry, and that makes it scary for other people to think you might just get sucked in by somebody who's even you know more evil down the line. Which would really you know that's when we you know it's out of your control at that point because they gobble you up because that's the way these industries work. You know, that's what's, I think that's what might scare people. You know, it's like a floating package of data right there. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, we could have separated the companies as a PR move, but you know, the reason why we why we didn't do that is that we're we're a team, like we're a group of people, like all working together on something, and we don't want to split up. You know, we we never we actually never thought we would do this. We we were a testing company, and then we started realizing, like, we have all these scientists that understand cannabis really well, we can help people do breeding. And so we started helping other people do breeding mm-hmm. and, and doing scientific support for other breeders. And, and, we, and we were babies about touching the plant, you know, because we, we, we didn't think we could be a plant-touching company and we, and we just wanted to do this, the, the data part. Right. And then eventually, eventually we realized, like, all right, how many people are going to pay to get their plant genotyped? You know, like that, like that business was not going to sustain us as we grew. And like, we're trying to dig in and do all of this science. We needed to be helping people breed or branching out, Right. but helping people breed, like you can't really do that in a production facility. And, and at a certain point, not that long ago, we suddenly faced the music and realized, you know what? We've got to just do this ourselves. And we we are in a position to to make incredible stuff, and, and we've got to do it ourselves. And, and we, we underestimated that vibe that you told me about, where it would just feel 
competitive to people. And now it's our job to go out and, and show those breeders, mm-hmm. actually, we're not going to compete with you. We're just not going to compete with those breeders. And we're committed to that. We want an industry with thousands of breeders creating crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make sure that our stuff feeds into that swirl. Yeah, I mean, and again, there's like, you know, I think a lot of people who were smart and definitely use your your services, you know, and produce lines that people are already, I, mean, I, I see people are happy with. So I, I see the results, you know what I mean? And that's, that's, you know, I can understand that you guys are definitely uh, able to can do some controlled experiment, you know, do controlled stuff that people who have been trying forever, but are always, you know, trying to either go too big and it doesn't work because the conditions are just so random or, you know, it's, it's underfunded and it's not going to ever, you know, come back with any lab results that you can actually, you know, document. So there's a lot of stuff to be said about growing and breeding properly and all that. I think it's just, I think, I think, kind of like yeah you just the 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 intro is really hard <laughs> the intro has been rough that's for sure you know what i mean i think uh co- yep. combination of uh well you know it's it's interesting i i know that mo and i were because i think mo was on the show with you last time uh calling in or whatever and the whole point was it's like our conclusion at the end of that which was like like we said about two years ago was you know, hmm, like really don't know what the end game is, you know what I mean? And then that was in our head, you know, which is, you know, now it's a couple of years later, and we're like, you know, and it's not that, it's nothing like, it's, you know, it's nothing sinister in my opinion as far as uh, trying to steal genetics because from the samples that were given, we know that. But it's just like uh, the whole point of the industry is like collaborations and, people working together and people, you know, validating what they're doing. And phylos is like the same validation, but from a scientific point of view. And so it's, it's, it's worth a lot more uh, on paper, let's say, but we kind of value everything else so much that, you know, if, if, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, we gotta, you know, you have to keep it kind of where people, you know, uh, think that you're going to do the best for them and that make, makes it hard to think that you're like if you're you know if you become like a seed seed company if you just become a breeding company that's one thing but if you start to sell next to them and it becomes like this is done the right way you guys are all hillbillies that won't work either <laughs> you know what I mean it's like we gotta like right right I know I mean you know I think part of it is that like just us saying we're going to do breeding the right way. It sounds like we're kind of uh, like not taking all the work that everyone else has done seriously, as if we know how to do it and they don't. And I feel like that is what feels bad to people. And, and we actually don't look at it that way. I mean, cannabis has been transformed in the last 50 years in, in ways that other crops haven't been through this, like, collective process that has been incredible and we know tons of breeders who uh we're never going to know as much as they know so but we are going to have tools that they don't have it it's true mm-hmm. we're, we're just gonna but the thing is you the, 
Because I, I, I just feel like we're seeing the future. Like the future is combining the science and the art. Sure. And well, that's what so I was going to say. We if need you, to be doing those collaborations. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. You, I think you'll. You, I think you're as a phylos like stamp, uh, as far as on a bottom of anybody's sort of paper or as part of their program makes sense. But I think the problem is is that you know. I would just keep it at that level. <laughs> I would keep it like that. You know what I mean? And if I did any seed breeding projects, I would just create another entity that would people would understand that that's what it is. That way, people kind of deal with that on its own level, and they deal with the breeding. Would they deal with the lab on its own? Because the thing is, it's almost like if you gave it to a, if you give it to like a one building, and you hand over something to the one guy, you don't. You, now everybody's imagination is going to run wild if they, you know, they're going to think that you've already done like, you know three different experiments on it before they've left the building <laughs> you know what i mean you've dissected it and you're like in the because everyone you know i mean it, you'll have this hard i think personally you'll have a hard time whereas if you like had breeders that people like that you're working with because i'm sure there's plenty of them that you know have no problem and understand and whatever they're they're cool with it and some people aren't and they're never going to be cool with it we just know that but the the ones that are i think if you are just transparent on all of that like it's just have breeders that people like and people will work together with the, with those people and you, you you'll you know you can develop from there but the problem is that if you're gonna you know you're always gonna run into like the you know the everybody not that they people are always gonna think that you stole the genetics from the thing but there's gonna definitely be there'll always be a backlash on the fact that people feel cheated and i think in a per in a personal way i think you know just because i see like this industry <laughs> we're easily bruised man we're all like <laughs> we're all tender man so so i think a lot of people got feel like oh you know you know not that they like i said like people are smart enough to know that uh, you, you know you're not growing it from their dna but you are definitely like able to get more out of that info than they are let's say you know which is maybe the problem yeah, you know, we, we thought that we could, like, level the playing field by, when we realized that here, by making all the data public mm -hmm. so that anyone could see it. Because, and then we, we thought we could say, like, look, we, we have all of this data, but we're making it public so everyone could see it, so we don't have an advantage. And, but that didn't address that concern at all because we didn't realize that. Because readers are just like, well, that's useless to me. I don't know how to download raw DNA data and put it together. So it actually didn't help people that we did that. It made right. no difference to them. And the shit like that is the kind of thing that we are learning slowly. We're just learning it slowly. But let me tell you this. You know, I think the reason why people are so tender about this is that, you know, they're farmers and we're a plant science company and plant science companies have always sucked and they've always been bad for small farmers. And so... I think the assumption is that we'll will be like that, and well, have you been approached by anybody big like that though? Like, are, I mean, because that's the thing is, you know, when I think of like a government going in and doing anything, they're going to go down the easiest path, and they're going to also, you know, they're going to go down the people that they think obviously have already like created something, a node that they can they can attach to. Have you had? Uh, been approached by anybody as far as like people coming in trying to like corner the you can feel it or, or even that you said I, I obviously i hope you said no to those people but like that you've actually been like are you kidding me like right now you know like have you had that uh 
either Monsanto or Syn- Syngenta or any of these like kind of classic seed companies? Have they come to you since they know what you're doing? Yeah, man. Yeah. They they have reached out to us a little bit. Um, and the truth is, like, when you hire plant scientists, like, you always end up with people who have, like, worked in or around those companies or they've worked with the universities that work with those companies. All the plant science departments and universities collaborate with those companies. Like, you can't go into the world of plant science and not be dealing with scientists from that world. Mm-hmm. And so and so then we get a little intel about what those companies are doing. And, and then in a couple of cases, people from those companies have asked us, you know, what we're up to and what we're going to do. Um, you know, we, we don't like those companies. We, we don't want to be a company like that. We don't want to sell to a company like that. Um, but we are doing the kind of science that they do, and it's a weird position to be in. It, it really is. Like we, we we're gonna have to figure out how to be independent and not get sucked into that world. Like those companies have always been pesticide companies that were bad for the environment and bad for small farmers. And we just grew up in a world where everyone was always protesting against those companies. Mm-hmm. And it it is a pretty weird situation to look up and realize we run an ag science company. And, you know, the reason why all of this noise is so upsetting is because, like, we, we're not going to be like that. Like, we're going to find ways to release plants under open source licenses and do things to help other breeders and and build a, an industry that doesn't just narrow all the genetics down to a few varieties and get rid of all the small farmers like the big companies have done for every other crop. We're going to push in the other direction, um, but I, we sort of understand why people are suspicious because there's never been a good science company to sell the plants. We can't blame them, but I wish they would give us a chance to to do something different here. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so what was the what were you guys actually? Because I don't think I even got a chance to like read into any of it because I, I got. I mean, I was on actually out of the country and I came back in. I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> what, what happened?" So I just I was in Hawaii, and uh, I just landed this morning, and I was like, "All right, I, I gotta gotta get to the gotta kind of get the, nip this in the bud," as I said right early at the beginning of the show. Right, I'm gonna <laughs> nip, nip this one early. Uh, what were you breeding at the moment? What was the project at like at this given moment? Are you guys doing anything? Uh, as a sort of base because this would be i mean you got to consider in any breeding world whatever you kind of start with is your sort of uh you know the the mother source of a lot of your projects because because can't go backwards you know what i mean so do you have like a few do you have a few core plants that you were, were playing with right now um yeah i mean honestly we have a we have a lot of stuff because we, like, the funny thing is that people are accusing us of stealing stuff, but actually, like, the minute we realized we were going to do breeding, we started going to the breeders that we worked with and making making deals that people hadn't made before mm-hmm. that give that are going to give them credit and royalties and options 
like we are making very, very good deals to collect genetics to bring into our program. Mm -hmm. And, and I think for some breeders, it's going to be like deals that, that change how things work for them. Um, anyway, so we have, we have stuff and some of the first things that we're working on are like, we're working on powdery mildew, right? And we're working on it in a scientific way where we can, instead of breeding in a, in a house that's covered in powdery mildew, we can pull a leaf off and test it for resistance. And we're going to, we're going to get plants that are high in PM resistance. And then we're just going to get them out to all the farmers in Oregon and California. And our hope has always been that when that happens, instead of this competitive vibe, people will be like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm really glad to have these plants. Mm-hmm. And, and people are working on open source licenses that would mean we could release a plant like that, get it to tons of growers and say, just breed with it. Just keep, like, we'll feed it back into the cycle. My guess is that until we do that, everyone's going to think that we're the devil. <laughs> but we're going to do that. Right. And, uh... I mean, don't you, don't you agree? Like, that's the point. Like, well, tell like, me what you think. Like, will that even change it? Will that moment even change it? I think I think if you can prove that you could actually um, produce PM resistant plants that like are consistent and from seed and uh, and you don't completely well the thing is it also depends on uh, you don't you, 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 now you, you almost kind of like uh, hamstrings yourself in the in the fact that if you became really successful and did hit that sort of Monsanto level of like <laughs> ridiculousness and or something and got picked up, God forbid you got picked up by somebody like that. Who's a buy, you know, because the way it is, is all so many layers and you know that too. So by the end of the day, if somebody offers hundreds of millions of dollars for somebody, you know, they're probably going to go for it. And so it's either now or <laughs> it's either devil now or devil later. Who knows, you know, who knows, who knows where, where people will complain. And that's, that's not your, I mean, it, it, I think you're you're in the industry where you're either going to be working for the man, which would be horrible. So thank God you're not working for Dupont or you know Monsanto or somebody else like that, because then you'd be using your talents in a proper evil way. I think in the cannabis world, the problem is that we're stepping from the shadows into a legal market, and it's a sk- that is literally the hardest thing for a lot of these people. It's a lot for me, for everybody in the industry. That's like well, real difficult because we're so used to one style. And I think the scary part with you guys is that you're operating in the in the in the realm that we have to be in soon because it's everything's by the billions now. You know what I mean? That there's there's testing all up and down and all around. So everyone's needs testing for pesticides and for uh, you know, different microbial tests and you know, there, there's a lot of things that are out there that people are getting more familiar with and so it's kind of like when you're, you know, you, you don't understand how to use a computer yet. <laughs> you feel like you're definitely not going to be, you know, right. job ready, you know what I mean? And you guys are like next level shit because you're doing this stuff that people have to pay a lot of money for just to do on a normal, you know, it's, it's like one of those specialized things that give it 10 more years and 
it's going to be on a phone, so <laughs> no one's going to, you know, you guys won't have jobs anymore. No, be that, all those kind of crazy scientific things are getting so fast and so uh, competitive that it's like, right now, though, you're in a very, you're in, a, you're in an interesting position because you guys have taken in a lot of strains, you know what I mean? So people are, and everybody who got one, who put it in, probably, you know, partially is, you know, not that they feel like they they weren't weren't told proper, but it just it's kind of like it's a tough one. It's a tough one because because you have uh, a lot of people out there that just might have different intent, might might have different uh, thoughts of what what's you know what the real end game is or whatever. Adam, if you were if you were in my position. And you had been testing like that, and then you decided you wanted to get into plant breeding, and yeah, I think people, like what what would you do? Uh, I mean, I think it's uh, it, it, right now the the most interesting part for you to do is to help is to help breeders like you were doing, like kind of steer, stick stick to the path you already were on, more than try to uh, try to do too much. Uh, too much uh, of the same style of work that people already are doing, you know what I mean? Because we're, we're really good at doing what we're doing, but like you were saying, powdery mildew or drought resistance or just specialized autoflowers, things that are like, you know, because like tropical autoflower would be like an interesting task because of the fact that it's it's uh, the re- reverse problem that people have, you know what I mean? You're, you want it to autoflower in, yeah. the, in the right time frame. So things like that that are really like, more intricate and may, might might be uh, better to put your stamp on it because that's already like when you start breeding it's either sit yourself in a room and lock yourself away and really do it right or if you're going to be like you guys probably would end up being which is you know doing a lot of projects and moving around the thing is you might be able to bring your skill set to the people who can't figure it out and help them bridge that gap and I think that and put your stamp on it and put the file of stamp on it and stay at that for the most time and then as your own if you want to do your own breeding project with your own people and stuff I would do it but I wouldn't put the file of stamp on that as far as I would on all my things but I wouldn't put it as the main I'd come up with a new the new entity and let people understand that that that, oh that's cool that's those are the file guys but it's their you know it's like DJs if you come in you just fucking bum rushed the like you came in and like what you wait a minute you were you were the guy who owned the place and now you're like what and now you're putting yourself at the front of the fuck because like you're like the dj guy who actually owned the club and everybody went there and played and you watched what they did and you recorded everything they did and went back and tr- stole all their tricks and came out and all of a sudden you're the, and you put yourself at 12 o'clock at night and and you're the and you're the main act and everybody's like wait a minute he took all our shit, but yeah, but you own the plate, you know what I mean? So it's kind of feels like that. Maybe the rich kid, it's kind of got, you know, in, in some weird way, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's that kind of yeah. thing where you're like, cause we're, you. cause we all feel like we're all producers and DJs and, you know, we're all mixing each other's tracks and we're doing our shit and we're like, kind of like we're on our own little world. And then all of a sudden, you know, the guy who was like 
had all the toys, like who owned the club and actually owned all the equipment and knew how to operate it and knew how to fucking tweak it a little bit and made it all sound good. You all liked him. He was great. And then one day he's like, you know what? I can do everything you guys are doing. And then, and then no one's going to really want to see that guy. They're like, that guy, he sucks. He stole all our shit. So in a way, I think it's a little of that, which is easy to fix in the sense like the easy to fix, it's easier to fix than you think. Cause at the end of the day, I think if you, cause you guys do have skills, it's just trying to figure out how to be real transparent with it now since pe- now people think of you like, oh, they're breeders. But I really don't think you like want to be a breeder because breeding is, like I said, you really, to do it right, you almost, you got to be there every day, right? And it's like, I don't know if you're moving around a lot, but I feel like you're, you'd be the kind of guy that'd be more useful moving around and really showing you know people what to do at the right time and the right place and you don't want to sit there for the other fucking three weeks waiting for the shit to happen, right? You're like, oh, okay, I'll be back in three weeks trying to keep it, like, in this level. But for the most part, like, breeding can be really tedious. And the only part that's good is that when you're sitting in one place doing one thing, like, you know what the fuck... And that's why half the people don't write shit down and don't really, you know, don't come at it scientifically at all. They come at it like there's no way they don't know because they haven't left the fucking farm you know what i mean they've been <laughs> looking at the same two yeah i've been running those same two lines for and those are actually the best breeders because those guys know there's plants inside and out whereas if you're you know uh trying to do like i literally wanted to do t-shirts last week that said festivals kill plants because i know festival season's coming up and it's like Everybody that I know that goes to festies and has plants comes home and is like, oh, dude, dude, I stayed three extra days and all my plants died. I don't get it. You know, and you're like, yeah, you were gone for seven days. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You know, you're making me remember that, like, in some ways, like, the reason why everyone's going to be pissed at us and the reason why it's going to seem like we can do stuff that other people can't, it's like almost not even about the science. It's like, we might be the first people to ever have a whole team to do real breeding right. with this plant. You know? Like, first of all, don't have to kill our plants because we can let half the people go the first couple of days and then the other half can go the last couple of days. Yeah. Oh, no, of course not, but they do. <laughs> but, they, but they do. So um, would you mind if I had people... Can we have other people call in? Are we able to patch in other people can we you mind if we have other people because i know people are like when i i i, I mean I, I don't know why people haven't called in i'm surprised i haven't been like because people were like claiming they were going to come in we're all calling everyone's calling in and they were pissed and it was like pitchforks and but, i mean i don't know and i don't know and the call-in number and i've told the call-in number before but maybe people just are somehow not reading into it it's 720-310-8237 that's t-a-d-s if you're old school and you know how to read the letters on phones you can go to adamdunn.com adamdunnshow.com and it's also there it's also right there but it uh, and so we can patch you in you can talk to Magli direct which is like pretty much um, which i'm super glad that you're calling in too because at first i thought i was i was not going to get you directly on the line which would have been like then it, then it would have been harder i already was like saying and i was thinking to myself oh that won't work that's going to be one of those things where you got to have Magli there to explain just because that's what people want to see when it's Unfortunately, like in any of these situations, when some sort of people are, you know, over, maybe a little overthinking stuff, but I do believe there's a true, like, you know, uh, 
transgression. There's a tiny little, there's a tiny little, you know, part which which made me as a breeder and thing go. You're hmm. on the air with the I'm Done Show. Oh, we got somebody live now. Mr. Adam. Hey, hey, hey! Well, who do we have here live? You got MC West on the phone. Oh, Mr. West, how you doing, my friend? Perfect. Irie, uh, Irie, in Kansas. Oh, how's it out there? Windy? Uh, hemp went legal Monday. Oh, shit. Sweet. Nice. So, so uh, they'll be in the rules and perfect hopefully timing. be cultivating this year or next. Hey, quick question for Mowgli, and I'll hop off the phone so more, more people can call. I know that tons of respect for Mowgli, love genetics. Obviously, that's what I studied in college. Um, but obviously, there is a little bit of conflict of interest. If I were to open an analytical testing lab and start testing people's products, took tours of numerous uh, extraction labs, and then decided to open an extraction lab, I would be essentially using trade secrets from all of my customers. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of the uh, breeders are worried about. Um, so would he, I guess, are they looking at patenting or protecting the genetics or are they going to be open sourcing all their genetics? Yeah, so we have, when we started out, we were sort of on a campaign against plant patents and, um, I'll be honest with you, like, the answer is not as black and white as I want. Like, we, we actually think that we and, and all the other breeders we work with need a way to finally protect our plants. Um, but the big, broad plant patents that have been granted are terrible for the industry. So we think there are like very narrow forms of IP protection, like plant variety protection, breeders' rights, that are, are better. And but we also think that people can just protect their plants if we have decent licensing contracts and royalty agreements and that kind of thing that we haven't had before. And, yeah, and then also, the we are going to release things. What's that? Yeah, traditional licensing is done in many other agricultural forms. Obviously, if you, many of the large breeding companies will license out genetics to production gardens. I think that's a wonderful way of going, but obviously we want to make sure that we're not using open open data to enforce uh, trademarks, so I would definitely recommend you know, collaboration as opposed to competition with other breeders. Adam, I'll let you go. Have a wonderful afternoon. Back. Hold on. Uh, we don't Thanks, leave man. yet. Don't leave yet, Mr. West. So what do you? So what do you all see? You, you out of there yet, or are you, you still here? Oh, he took off. Oh, he's out. The fuck's he doing? Leaving so quick. All right, he's out. He's out. So Adam, we. Adam, we are going to release stuff that everybody can breed with. And then I think there's things, there, I think there will be things that we want to protect. And I think we're going to get tangled up helping lots of other breeders figure out how to protect or license their stuff. That's what everybody we talk to sort of wants help with. So, I mean, uh, and you're licensing things that you're getting from people that are, uh, you're going to, are you going to be the first stage of the licensing, or are you going to go with people who have pre-licensed stuff? Because there's not that much stuff out there that's actually... There's not much stuff out there that's, that's licensed. I think, you know, we, um, we, we, we're we ending up being on the other side of it, you know? Like, we were thinking, if, when we have stuff, like, how will we bring it to market? How do we license it to someone? But it's... Right now, we're on the other side. Like, people are bringing us stuff, and, and we're 
we're like, how do we write you a contract that gives you royalties if we're just breeding with your plant? Like, how do we do it? Do we do we pay you less, like, for every generation that your plant gets diluted in the gene pool? Or like, it's really complicated. But like right now, that's that's where we're at. Is it trying to help other breeders license their stuff? either to other people or to us, and then we're going to hopefully figure out how to do that more in the future. Like, right right now, it's a mess. You know, people don't have a way to to really sell their plants successfully. We think that's one of the ways that we can actually make breeders feel like we're a decent member of the community is by helping them make money. Yeah, I mean... It's gonna be hard to. It's gonna be that that that's gonna be like another hard sell. I think <laughs> after this first hard sell, just because people are gonna be like, wait a minute, now the fuck is how you want to patent stuff? Because patenting stuff obviously is, you know, in my opinion, what we call circling the wagon, right? This is what you do in the industry, and you uh, you can actually cover your base and all your trademarks that revolve around whatever you're doing. And nowadays, obviously when it comes to plants you know up until recently they weren't even patentable but now with genetic modification which is that is that in your because i mean that's part of the whole process of really going into patented plants is that you have to show that you've done some sort of some sort of modification is that not correct it is hard to patent plants if you haven't genetically modified it and we are not going to sell gmo we we are not going to do that Okay, so I mean, because so and, and what, what about mar- and what just about mar- what about just markers in general, though? I mean, is that going to be part of your pr- protocol? We we do want to figure out how to use genetic markers to help do traditional breeding faster. Yeah, but that's reading DNA rather than writing to it or editing it. And CRISPR is not really in, in the in the picture, right? That's just some sort of that's that's like a next level we're not gonna we're not gonna make crispr plants no i mean look you can see how pissed off that people are at us on instagram now because we're doing breeding imagine what it would look like then <laughs> i don't think the industry wants no i don't think so either i'll just keep that one quiet no. <laughs> uh but i mean in a sense all these things are all kind of scary just because it's right now really hard for most people to do it and i think you know that's the sort of double edge of being innovative in that industry is that you know anytime i see people who put things together that are quite big i'm usually expecting them to fail because they're too big you know what i mean they're too like what's going on there and, and you know it's like there's, there's disconnect between all that one and then you know i think you guys uh how, how how are you financed? First of all, like, let's uh, let's go to that. How is how has that been going? Like, are you completely self financed, or do you have investors, or do you have a board, or what? Because what, that, that no, we have no. So we we make we make money through the testing business. Mm-hmm. We have thousands of customers, farms that we work with, all around in thirty states and multiple countries, and they send us samples to test. Um, so we. That's a lot of our funding, and then we have investors. I mean, it's a cannabis industry, so you, you can't have, like, most of the traditional investment funds haven't been putting money in, but we have, 
we have this cast of characters who are who have invested in us and kept us going. We have another caller on the line too. Oh, we have another caller on the line. There we go. I knew these would stack up. Welcome, hey. to, welcome to the I'm Done Show. Who do we got? Uh, my name's Kane. Hey, Kane, how you doing? Um, so, I'm doing well. Yourself? Hey, Kane. Good. Good. Um, I had a question for Mowgli. Um, has he mentioned to any breeders or anyone, for that matter, that he would specifically him or Phylos not be selling seeds or breeding? You mean in the past? Did we ever say that? So everyone's been saying that we promised we would never do plant breeding, and that's that's just not true. We used to tell people that we couldn't touch the plant, and for years we we thought we couldn't be plant touching. And then even when we started to want to do breeding, we thought we would always do it with partners, and we started doing it with partners. Um, and then only after a long time did we realize that we have to do this ourselves. But we never said we would never do plant breeding. We didn't say that. All right. And uh, what what uh, do you have a first project, or do you have seeds that are um, I'm assuming ready to go out for this season? What what kind of projects are you starting? That's so funny. Like I think people feel like, wow, we're going to be selling plants right away. You know, we we are just starting a breeding program. Yeah. And as as all you guys know, like this takes a long time. So right. one of our first things that we're working on is PM resistance. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a while. And I think that's a good. All I think right. that's a good. Uh, I mean, I think that's a good start in the sense that if I mean, if anything that breeders are going to give you now is going to be PM ridden plants, right? They're going to be like, here you go. Here's a bunch of PM ridden plants. <laughs> Now get to work. Right. You know, it's almost like dropping off yeah. the dirtiest of dirty laundry, you know. You got, any, you got another question for him? Those are good. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess uh, my, my last question came from. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious where some of these seeds for the projects are coming from. Like, no implications. I, I guess uh, there there are a lot of implications out there, and to clear that up, like uh, just have a large collection, getting a lot of uh, donations from people. What we've been doing is going around to lots of breeders that we know and sitting down and, and making, like, serious licensing deals where we say, like, all right, you're going to give us your seeds. I think we're doing deals that, that people have never really done before where we're like, all right, we're getting your seeds, but we're going to give you a contract so that it shows that these came from you and you get credit and you get royalties and we're, sometimes we're making cash payments. Sometimes giving people options in Phylos. You know, we're, I think we're doing it the way it should be done. You know, we're, we're buying genetics from people, but we're, we're giving them fair contracts. All right. Well, cool. uh, thank you very much. All right, man, thanks. Who, where, are we, where are you calling nice, from? Man. Where are you calling from? Oregon. Nice. Sweet. All right, peace. Have a good day. All right, all right. Like I said, give a call. Oh, we got another one? Yep. Oh, we have another one. Do we have another one? What's, who we got here? Who do we got here? Yeah. Hello? Hey, it's Adam. Hi, this is Spark. How you guys doing? Hey, Spark. What's happening? 
Oh, not much, man. Um, before I, if it's okay, if I can ask Philo's guy a question. Oh, sure. I have Probably. to tell you, one of the best strains that I ever had back in the day was your hog. Oh, yeah, that's nice. It, it literally, it was, it was awesome, man. Uh, best hash maker I but, had. Best, best hash maker for the longest time. That was. Oh, dude, that thing was awesome. It just dripped resin. But I'm on to something else. So how does one go about, like, getting into these partnerships with Philos? Uh, just reach out to us, man. We, like, we, like I told Adam, we, we can't do this by ourselves. We need artists to collaborate with and just reach out to us. Like, we're, we're always trying to figure out how to work with other people. So, like, I, do we I have to, like, wanna, sell our soul or something to, to get with you? Yeah, you, so first you call me, and then you sell me your firstborn child, <laughs> and then you start to get to work. No, I'm just playing with you, man. But, like, honestly, like, how does that work out? I mean, what do you see envisioned for the future with these partnerships that you're talking about? So so we have a bunch of breeding partnerships now, and they're, they're set up in different ways. In, in some of the cases, they're just, like, customers that we had, and we're just helping them with their own breeding programs. And in some of the cases, it's, like, a collaborative breeding program where we're, we're working on something together, and then we're both going to go you know, take the whatever we end up with and keep working it, or maybe we'll keep working it together. Um, we're, some of the partnerships are just people are, like, looking through their collections and finding stuff for us or licensing individual plants or, or parts of their collections to us. Uh, there, there's a, a bunch of different ways. But uh, I think in each case, we're, we're trying to go in and say, all right, like, you've been doing this for a long time. Like, how do we take care of you? You know, what, what, what are your plans for the plants? How do we help you get there? How do we make sure you get credit and get paid? And what about all these guys that say, you know, they've had their work bred upon and bred upon and bred upon down the line to where that you're getting your gear from, say, Random Breeder X, who got their genetics from breeder Y and now that, you know, you're going to be hooking up breeder X who piggybacked off of breeder Y. I know it's so complicated. There, we have a lot of conversations where we take that all the way back to land races, you know, and we're like, well, shit. I mean, what do we owe the communities in India and Afghanistan that originally started these things? You know, they, they're many, many generations back, but, don't we owe them something? And you know, it's we, it, we probably it, do. You know, well, unfortunately, most of those places aren't even there. <laughs> but if they are, uh, yeah, <clears throat> right. I mean, and, we're trying to figure out how to address that. But as you know, it's not simple. But starting now, we're starting now. Like it's a new world. You make a contract with a breeder. So we have deals now that we're setting up with breeders where it's like actually. After three crosses, we're still going to pay you, but we're going to pay you less, you know, because, you know, your plant has been diluted out, but we're still going to pay you. 
Wow. God knows so, what would happen if we license that plant to someone else. Like, then it's going to get really confusing. Uh, you know, I've had kind of a conundrum myself. Like, I, I'm here in San Diego, and I have the P91, and I'm working on a breeding project with the P91. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> that was, we had that on the galaxy, you know, like, early on. And, and see, I'm kind of curious, like, how does someone, you know, protect their stuff? Like, say, you know, I'm breeding the P91, I'm going to be releasing it, but how do I know that, you know, someone, and I don't want to say this, like, completely negatively toward you, but someone or an entity like your corporation would just take full advantage of it. I mean, it's made me scared to send in my product because of all this stuff that I see online about what's going on. I know. I know, man. Well, there's a lot of scary stuff online because people are scared about us because we're a science company. So, look, let me let, just tell me, like, if you send me a sample, are you worried that we're going to bring it back to life and then we're going to be able to breed with it? Um, in a sense, yeah. I mean, because the P91 has been so, you know, small-circled and guarded for so long. And it's not that P91 that's up there in Oregon. That stuff's fake. So. Oh shit! Oregon P ninety one. Yeah. Shout it. I'm not. Out. I'm not going to jump into that battle, but I, I, I have heard your side of that story, and it's pretty compelling, I think. But look, man, here's here's the thing: if you send us a little dead sample of stem to test, we'll get some information, and we'll give you that information. Um, but we cannot grow the plant from that sample. You just cannot take a dead anything and turn it alive it just doesn't work that way and 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 not all, and even if it did or even if you gave us a live sample we you know we we legally relinquish any rights we have no rights to any plants that people send us those are not our plants the whole thing started as a database to prove that the plants belong to the people who submitted them and i i think it actually works like people have put a stake in the ground showing that they own those plants on the Phylos Galaxy. It's proof that we don't own them. And if we ever tried to do anything with them, you'd actually be able to see on the Phylos Galaxy that we bred with other people's stuff, like, without permission. Mm. We're not breeding with anybody's stuff if we don't have total permission. That's our, well, our I mean, role, I, because I, we don't want to get tangled up in that. I mean, obviously, you guys would be held to a, high, a higher standard anyway, just because it's your galaxy, so... If your shit's all fucked up on the galaxy, it won't make any sense. It'll be like, what? It don't make no sense. Yeah. So, so I mean, your shit should should work uh, the way it should, which is actually you know great way to test that. But uh, yeah, I know. But I, look, let me. Let, you can see let the me pushback. Tell you the you thing can, about the P ninety one. Like you need to bring that to market somehow, right? Like people are so scared, but we we have this picture. Like if people start to test their plans. You can bring it to market. You can make deals. You can you can license it out to other producers or clone farms. And if you have it tested, you can make contracts with those people and start getting royalties for the first time ever. We have people using the galaxy because they're they're like people are stealing my shit and they're going and getting samples and testing it. And now they've got proof for the first time. Hmm. I mean, all of this should be a way that people don't have to be so afraid anymore. They can have evidence of what is theirs and feel free to sell it and make money and make a living. 
That, that's how it should so, work. But who's going to police all that? That's so, who's going to police all that? That's the thing to for the royalties and stuff. And that's where yeah. I. That's why I feel so, that's one of those th- big soup soupy things. You so know? what? So let's the say, state of California I'm, I'm is enforcing contracts like that. The, the state of California will absolutely enforce those contracts. If you have a contract with someone, and it says they can't sell your stuff to someone else or whatever, and then they do, and you get a sample of that and send it into us and we test it. You can sue those guys in California State Court. You can't get any federal protection, but there are cases like this going through the courts in Oregon and Washington and California right now. So let's say, like, once I finish my third back cross at Cubit and, and I send in a dead sample, then I would be able to have that intellectual property for myself for, for 1904 genetics? So, if you send it to us, that doesn't mean you have a patent. That doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't own it. Like, that's not our, we're not the cops, and it's not our job to say anything like that. But what it does is it proves that you own it, or that, that you have possession of that plant at that time. And so if anyone else tried to patent it, or say that they bred it new, you could prove that's garbage. Like, you had it in 2019. And... It's the first step towards protecting it or proving that it's yours. Uh, I don't think anyone is looking at the galaxy and saying, if someone sends in something, that means that, like, they're the only one with rights to that plant. Because people send in cuttings of things that other people bred. But it it makes it harder for someone else to claim your stuff. And who reviews these things? Is it, like, just, like, a couple guys, or is it peer-reviewed? I mean, how how do you do this? You mean just the testing part and putting things on the galaxy? Yeah, like who says what's what? I mean, because you could have, as we all know, people put whatever name on whatever garbage, and they oh. tell you that it's Skywalker OG when it's really a hemp plant. Yeah, well, we don't. That's not our job to to say. So, like in a way, the galaxy is a record of all of those truths and lies that have ever been told. <laughs> so, if you tell me that you're saying. If you tell me that your P91 is Skywalker OG when you send in the sample, we're going to write Skywalker OG, and then it's going to get in a P91 clone group, if there was one, and it's going to say Skywalker OG, and everybody's going to know that (laughs) that you're crazy, right, because it's going to be visible on the galaxy. But we're not going to change the name you send it in under. But it has your name attached to it. It says Skywalker OG with Jim, Jim, Bobby, Bo, whatever, right? So... Um, okay. Yeah, well, that's the thing, is the regulating it, because, you know, you can't, you can't decide which one of those is the real one unless you have validation from multiple sources, like a few things you do have, but even those, we have to make sure you have the right samples as your test thing, you know, as your, as your... Yeah. You know, we, when we started the Galaxy, we, we were like, we'll get a panel of experts We'll get Adam and all these other people, and they'll sit around and they'll and, and we'll just smoke everything and look at the galaxy on a huge screen and and argue perfect. about which is a real. That's the way to do and, uh, it. <laughs> argue, which stoners argue. Yeah, perfect. Projection. We were going to have a big assembly. It would have been awesome, but then eventually we realized, like, just let everybody call it whatever they want. It'll go on the galaxy. If it's wrong, it'll start to look stupid. And people log in a lot and change the names of things when they can see that they're totally wrong. So it's actually cleaning up. Can I ask you a couple more questions, if you don't mind? Yeah, yeah, please. So 
I see people like Como online saying that you wanted to get like seed stock and plant stock from them. And then I see people like Riot, you know, saying what he's saying. And it's like, these are people that a lot of us trust in the industry now for a while. I mean, not as long as say Adam Dunn with the bubble gum, but like (laughs) old school, man. But it's, what do you what do you have to say to all of us that are over here and we're watching these people that a lot of us look up to saying that you know your company is completely evil like how do you how do you respond to that like how do you alleviate that to actually get people on the same page then i i wish i knew the answer to that question like pr is not a job i ever signed up for and it it just sucks hearing people say that stuff, especially because a lot of those people are people that we we respect in their own way. Like, those are people who built this industry, and they're saying this stuff about us that's just not true. We didn't steal anybody's plans. We, we didn't steal anyone's data, and we're not even going to be in competition with those breeders. Like, we're, we're making very, very certain that we're not going to be in competition. So all of those things are not true, and we can explain why like no one can get in a room with us for 10 minutes and have us like walk them through the details and then walk out of that room thinking that any of that stuff is true. I, there is no way like you have a conversation with us. You'll, you'll see that that stuff is not true, but I, I think we just understand like people in that, in that world have been, you know, they're, they're fighting for their lives now because of consolidation and because of the price drop. And, you know, we're a, a, a plant science company, and plant science companies have, have historically destroyed genetic diversity and made life hard for small farmers. So people are primed to think that we're bad. And I would have been primed like that, too. There's no reason for those guys to know that this is a science company that happens to be run by two guys who grew up in the woods in Oregon and grew up like around social justice activists and people who are fighting against big ag. There's no reason for anyone to know that, but we're just like, we're from Oregon. We started this company and we're not going to let it grow into a big evil company like that. We're, we're just not, but, but there is no way for people to know that if they don't know us. And so there it is. Well, I appreciate appreciate your time and thank you for answering stuff, man. All right, man. It was thanks. a pleasure talking yeah, with thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Adam. Yep. Peace. Love your work, dude. Love thank your work. All right. Check out Spark nineteen oh four genetics. Bye. Peace. All right. Thanks for answering the questions, man. It's always good to have a, yeah. have people have a chance to to talk. No more, no more calls backed up. We're not backed up. No, oh, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, so, what do you, what do you, I mean? What was your feeling? What was your feeling in these last couple of days? Because I mean, obviously, you've seen all the memes, and you've seen a, you know, you've seen the, the 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 fact that people, you know, no matter because it's at that level now where it's it's you know, people are not going to change their mind. There's going to be ripple effects of everything, just like everything in the industry that you see. Uh, if somebody does something bad, it ripples far. You know, if somebody does something good, it ripples close. <laughs> ripples stays close. But if it ripples bad, it goes like, oh, oh my god, they fucked up. You know, like there's companies that, you know, pesticides or whatever, 
they're shut. You know, people are like, oh my God, never going to open again. A week later, they're open. Two weeks later, nobody remembers about the thing that happened, you know, because things move quick. So uh, it's not like devastating. I mean, but at the same time, it is, it is a little bit like damage control, I'm sure, in a small way, just because people are getting, you know, need to be, uh, at least get the right fucking information, obviously. Yeah, that, and, and that's the thing, like, it just sucks. It just sucks, man. Like, we, we, this stuff isn't true, um, but we don't have a damage control department in the company. And so, I'm like, uh, like, like, I just wrote a big thing, and I was like, this is why everything that you guys said is wrong. Boom, 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 boom. And then the other people on my team they're like man you're being kind of a dick you should relax you can't post that <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to enter the fray at the same level yeah. and um they try to write something all night and then that doesn't address the question and it's like jesus christ we're supposed to hire a pr firm to run a science company like we just didn't hmm. it's hard to know how to handle this stuff you know that's why well it's funny because it's like, actually kind of nice to come on the radio you know yeah well it's, it's weird because like uh, I'm so uh, I am, you know, quite old school in the sense that like I had a shop that I sold seeds out of. I felt real special because there was only a few of us in the world that could do it. Some people always came to me. Then there was this thing called the internet. Then the internet came and kind of killed all that because then nobody wanted to go to shops anymore. And then uh, you know there was, but there was hundreds of seed shops in Amsterdam. You know, first there was like none, and then there was hundreds. And, uh, but the hundreds all sold shit, you know what I mean? And so people would come to find me and I still have my little customer base or whatever, but it was nothing compared to what the internet sales of seed sales became in the, in the long run, you know? Um, I have, uh, no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> all these changes? Like, like somehow, like all these evolutions came through the industry and you evolved with them, you know? Yeah. Not yeah. everybody can do that. Well, no, but the, at the same time, it, it was also uh, I was kind of going with the fact that things, you know, it rolls so fast and gets and gets uh, you know momentum real quick. So at, at the same time, like right now, what you guys are doing is uh, expensive to do, and so that makes people, you know, also it's kind of like anything when it's expensive, but it's all about the knowledge and the equipment and all the pieces of the puzzle together. It seems ridiculously expensive, but it's just that's the way it is. You know what I mean? It's like this shit, shit ain't cheap. So the work that you guys do is valuable no matter how you look at it because of the cost of the fucking services plus the knowledge that goes into it. It's just... Uh, it's With every testing company, there's always a lot of trust involved, and that's the thing. It's like really hard to find the companies that either aren't tweaking the numbers to make more money because they want to make people feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just like, yeah, how much THC you want? Like, 35%? You know, you're like, oh, no. shut no, up. I can't believe that stuff is still happening today. Well, it happens a lot. You see people with numbers that are just outrageous, and then you're like, probably should get another test. You know what I mean? It will come out half or, you know, maybe maybe two-thirds if you're lucky. But for the most part, it will come out like a way lower than the, than the original number. Um so, but, but, you know, so people have had seen a lot of that going on and then they see, you know, like, why would you give them 
proper results when you got your own thing. So yours is, you know, because that's the stoner. I mean, literally, that's the stoner formula. I tell people every time, like, it used to be go in the room, whoever's got the best weed wins the deal, right? So, like, any f- unfair advantage of any sort is considered fucking, like, you know, fuck, like, man, bullshit, you know what I mean? So that's where I think you'll kind of have a hard time ever breaking that uh, mold, you know, personally. Yeah. Because everybody's going to think. Yeah, uh, you know, it, but, I mean, it sucks. Like, we, we had this picture, you know, we're gonna that we're going to work with dozens and dozens of breeders and make, and we actually thought, like, people will be so goddamn happy to get plants that are powdery mildew resistant. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we thought, like, <laughs> we were so naive, man. We were so naive. We thought, like, it would, like, we would be part of this community and it would be okay that we were doing things in this different way because we would keep working with everybody and we would be releasing plants for other people to work with and we'd be releasing plants that would save growers' asses. Um, we we underestimated the sort of competitive nature of, of things. I, I don't know why we made that mistake, and but I I still feel like if we if we just give back enough and stay focused on not being like an evil science company, eventually um, we know, people will come around. Okay, so here's another here's another thing that kind of. I hear now because, of course, when I first uh, had you guys on the show, it was about the same time. I, cause I have a, <clears throat> obviously, I know Rob Clark. His name gets thrown around. Dave Watson's name gets thrown around. I mean, I, mean, I know Dave pretty well, too. And he's... It, everybody has this weird... I know that like, I know that people have people have these weird ideas that there's this like huge conspiracy going on, and I've been actually. Pointing. Why do you want to bring up the Dave Watson thing? Well, Come on, let's do it. Let's well, talk about Dave Watson. Well, I'm not going to talk too much about Dave because, I, like I said, I know Dave. No. I've, I've sat on the couch with him, and I've sat there and smoked his bowls of fucking weed and smoked his bong. He always has a bong, and we always smoke it with with matches and. He's always got the heat on. He's got on. the bong with the matches, the yep. bubble hash. It's it. So like four and screens all muddy in the bottom of the thing. Exactly. And the best hash in the world and, and, you know, all that. I've been through the ritual a million times. And, and and that's the thing is when you know people that well and then you hear other people talking about controlling the market and running this and that, you, you imagine a completely different thing because you're like, well, that would, make, would not make very much sense. You know what I mean? And then same with Rob. You know, Rob's pretty pretty super down-to-earth guy and on point. I mean, he's more interested in, like, antiques and stuff and following those trails, which are all just happen to follow the whole, you know, the whole weed trail, too. So it's like he's intertwined in all that world. And so I know what the, I know what those guys do. And so people have this misconception that there's this weird conspiracy. So I, I'm not really talking about that. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. But Rob did, did you know, did uh, ask me to get me as many old dead seeds I had and get them to you so that I could do this, and I'm just too lazy to ever do it, so I never did it. But <laughs> but at the same time, then now I'm like, oh, you see, you know, see, and it's funny too because I'm I'm a super conspiracy nut, right? Like I'm like literally because I'm hanging out with a friend last couple weeks who doesn't believe anything. Like doesn't believe any conspiracy, and I'm like, what? You know? And I sat in a car with him and another guy, and we just were like, 
We went from Paul McCartney to fucking 9-11 and everything in between. It's like, like, (laughs) his guy's brain was like, no, I can't believe you guys believe this shit. You know, we, you know, we all believe it, but we also, you know, can't believe it to, you know, believe it at the same time would, would, would believe it. Wouldn't say believe anything, but would definitely mold some of the beliefs because there's some shit that just nobody knows, you know? And I think the, what, testing is a little bit like that too there's a lot of that nobody knows zone and you got to keep trust up there as high as you can so i guess that's we just gotta work on that you gotta work on that program as much as possible uh i think like i said collaborating with the right people is important making sure that those people that you do collaborate with um you know are the people that we all hope <laughs> that they are because you know that can also get, you you can and i've seen it two million times where you get people who have you know maybe good genetics and so they on paper might work out well but just socially you're the wrong people you want and in a way with cannabis it has to fit all those categories or else it's not going to work you know because it can be good weed but if the whole group that makes it or a bunch you know just the wrong people in a way i think it, it, it kind of affects the whole obviously affects the business side of everything you know what i mean where you get especially with the money that people think that they're going to make these days and the fact that it's like weeds getting wor- worse and worse and like even hemp's getting better and better so are you doing anything with hemp are you, are you doing like a hemp uh that would be yeah, like, that would be the other angle which i think you'd have less friction because people need large-scale growing which is pretty much ag style growing and when, when it comes to breeding cannabis cannabis it's like it's got to be so craft mentality wise that you know you're almost better off personally doing large-scale you know uh powdery mildew resistance for on this yeah you know auto flower man let me let me be really 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 clear about that biggest reason why we're not competing with any of these guys is that we are going to be breeding like oil production machines for big hemp licenses that and they're going to have crappy terpene profiles the kind of industrial plants that no self-respecting breeder would ever want to have anything to do with but you don't have to do that that's going to be that's going to be Okay, like, We're gonna be, well, like, like, like behind me in this picture, that this beautiful picture that's being put up behind me is a crop grown here in Colorado that's terpy as fuck. And coincidentally enough, there's a church in the distance you can see, which is awesome. So that's like Easter weekend shit right there. <laughs> Easter. And that's all grown last year's crop here in Colorado. And there was about four different varieties there, and there were some fucking fire uh, 20% CBD and terp, terpy and nice and like resiny as hell. So, I mean, it, it's all, I think that's, that's a great m- market for you in the sense that that's people who need to have, uh, you know, definitely need to have, uh, powdery mildew resistance and pest resistance and all the ag style things, drought resistance and good taproot and things that, you know, in the long run, I think that would be the thing that would make more sense personally and then you could still always do the personal if people want to do the get, get a stamp of approval from you and, and then just do all the wheat and then with the cannabis just do it all as like uh as like independent characters <laughs> mowgli mowgli's mowgli's uh madness you get your own strain everybody will, <laughs> will, 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 it'll be mono a mono no, man, but you, you called it 
you called it. Like most of our work will be like that boring industrial stuff, and when we do breeding with craft varieties. We are not going to compete with people. We're going to release them for people to keep breeding with. Or we'll do partnerships with breeders or, you know, you know, just fun projects. We're not going to compete in that realm. Like, our, the, the last thing we're going to do is, like, roll into California with, like, a 40% THC high limonene craft variety and, like, try to bury everybody. We are not ever going to do that. We are... Like, we are... One thing that we are never going to do is try to be the dominant breeder in those communities. I, you know, it'd be great to be a dominant breeder in the hemp market, selling hemp seeds to farmers in Kentucky, um, but we are not going to do that to the people who started all of this. Like we, unfortunately, like, you know, the reason why all of this sucks, this noise on Instagram, is because we want to be good members of that community, and so we're not going to. We're not going to try to. Well, I mean, I think, I mean, the, the I mean, obviously, <clears throat> as a breeder, you're not going to like try to limit yourself. Like, not, we're not going to grow good weed because we don't want to piss anybody off because we can really grow good if we did. Now, obviously, you should always. No, but we're I think, grow but, but, good but, weed. We can't yeah. wait to. But, but I think, we're just not going to be the only people. But I think what, but I would do. I mean, on a personal note, I would say like, look, you can always you know, have a small room to do your own, you know, a small space or whatever to do your own stuff without having to put it out there as much as, like, break some fucking molds on some... And what I would do is I would just, like, work with really, like, like, notoriously difficult plants. Like, for instance, like with the powdery mildew, if you could take the powdery mildew and then, like, there's HP13 cut, which is, like, beautiful, but it fucking just hit... It just molds no matter what it'll you know if it has a chance it will do it so it's one of those plants where i would 100 percent know if it was cured you know it's like one of those guarantees like all right that shit is on you know, great so then i could then they could have that phyllos stamp where you'd say all right it's been you know it's been put through that because i mean that's like for me the only time when it when like micro propagation and you know tissue culture is interesting for me as far as like even as an option because it's it's like i feel like it's too much at this point but it's not it's it's the way big you know big ag does it but i also think i'd rather have you know mechan i'd rather do it by seed or or you know cloning it depending on the size but pretty much from seed if possible you know at this point in time yeah so are you doing anything with like with with any kind of any people who are doing good tissue culture stuff right now or are you doing that because i think that's we, what people we are absolutely doing. are yeah of course we are mm -hmm. um and and the reason why is like we want to i mean what it looks like to us is that people are going to start getting rid of their mother room and doing outdoors cloning but they haven't been able to because if you buy clones from someone else they're going to they're going to destroy your whole growth, right? Mm -hmm. So, so we do. We we help to start a tissue culture clone providing company, um, and they're going to. And when we and when we make craft varieties, they're going to go to that company. And that company will just get them out to everybody as clones, so everyone will have access to them. And the great thing about that company is that they're they're the ones that are going to be able to support other breeders. Where it's like if you're a little breeder and you always found it hard to like that you can't sell your plants widely because then they're gone and that if you don't sell them widely you don't make a lot of money on them 
they are writing fair trade licensing contracts with breeders and just paying the royalties on every clone they sell. And so I'm psyched about that company. I think that I think that company is going to be where we sort of show people that our business can fit well with a lot of other breeders doing well. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, whatever I you think about. I think it just limits yourself from selling your own line of stuff because then I think you're automatically competing at that point. Like, the minute you have your own line, you're competing. Like, if you always were doing the sort of, if you were like the, you know, Hemi on a, on a truck because <laughs> it's like, okay, it's got the Hemi stamp of, oh, it's got the Philo stamp on, you know, you know that this shit has been like fine-tuned by you guys as far as the the breeding or the 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 extra any extra testing work or whatever that's for to get them to that level or, or whether it be like you know powdery mildew resistance or things like things like that you can put your stamp like i was saying earlier put your stamp for the, all those individual things and then people get it adds value to everything you know at that point or or do the competition or, or compete because at that point it's like it's kind of I think you'll have a harder t- I think that's when everything is going to get screwy personally that's that's how I see it so imagine you're a breeder imagine you're a breeder in in California and you've been working you know some particular line and it's like you know got some decent PM resistance and it's like you know it's just a very it's like an Agent Orange or whatever and it's, it's like very strong in that particular profile and then suddenly Silas comes out with like an ultra orange high PM resistant plant that would be in direct competition with your plant. Uh-huh. So like that, that's the moment we want to avoid, right? But imagine you're that breeder and also it's like you can grow that stuff and you can breed with it. Like doesn't that doesn't that make it add up or am I just like, yeah. I know people are going to be pissed no matter what, but I feel like in the end, that does add up. Um, I mean, and or if you were to come up with, with, with without genetically modifying the plants, but if you came up with some good, solid, without. some good, solid uh, male pollen that you could offer to certain people that you could then, like, guarantee certain results from, you might have a good, good, more of an inter- interesting game in the sense of like you you're actually adding something to the to the uh, well literally adding something to the gene pool but also like you know kind of like if you could like because it, that is hard for a lot of people to like you know lock in a certain uh certain traits and be able to know that you've got like a kind of guarantee that that we would be- love to sell pollen we we would absolutely love to sell pollen I mean that's that's one of the things that that we hope to do. I don't want to overpromise because it can take a while before you have something like that. You're ready to like totally stand behind. Um, but that, yeah, that that yeah. kind of thing is is the way because then we're then we're fueling everybody else's creativity. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's kind of other. I mean, breeding is a multifaceted thing, and there's a lot of parts that I think people could could use some help sometimes and that again like if it was a service based on that and people kind of knew to go to Philos to do that and do you know I think it'd be I, I just know that like it, it's like with any 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 uh, business it's like the minute you change and you're you're competing in any level in any way shape or form you just notice there's a different vibe from those people 
and it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> so I think that's I think that's the main thing that, that you probably uh, noticed quickly, just because we all. Kind of, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of and there's a lot of people who uh, were already you know I mean I wouldn't say a lot, but there's definitely a few people out there that were kind of like already saying something before the announcement so they kind of already were like aha you know there was that and then there was uh the people that were on the fence i guess all the way along that kind of didn't know what to do and some did probably most didn't because of either being lazy or you know (laughs) not getting the shit together at the right time like ah fuck it you know but at the same time probably uh you know now you don't know what their their particular reaction was whether they were you know n- now thinking they dodged a bullet or something like that so you got to gain all those people's trust back i guess which is hard it's not it's not an easy thing <laughs> you know i know i know all i all i can hope is that like we look up in a couple of years and Everybody's probably going to be still suspicious of us, but we want to be able to look around and think, like, this industry is actually a pretty diverse and interesting place, and we did some stuff that helped save a lot of people, and not just us. Like that's, I, I think we can hope in a couple of years to look up and see that. I hope we can. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, again, I think just... Uh, now it's about being, I guess, transparent from what you want to do, your intentions, and and I, I think, like I said, separate. I would just personally separate the breeding and the uh, and the original phyllostylated testing and stuff, just in the sense of like, you know, so people understand that what's what's what. Just because, like I said, I I would feel weird personally if it's all under one roof to be like what's happening back there? <laughs> you know what I mean? What's going on? Not that people Yeah, can't. but everybody... But look, everybody knows that it's us. And, like, as you just pointed out, like, every time we make a change, everyone's going to freak out. Plus, like, imagine you're... Imagine you're, like, the, the folks in our lab, and all of a sudden we're like, sorry, you know, the testing business is now separate. Uh, like, that sucks. We're, yeah. we're a team. Like, that, that's just going to suck for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying from from the optics point of view, in my in my opinion, maybe maybe not though. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe people will get over that. And, and I think at the same time, you know, it's uh, it is it is like uh, important thing. I think people are gonna get used to it because the groups that I'm with now, I make sure that we have either in-house testing or really close because that's pretty much your your only way to succeed on a large scale grows or uh, these hemp projects that people want to put together that are like you know massive and you're like okay you know we, we do need a lab you know so the, so I think uh, things are happening yeah you gotta have that yeah and, and that, that's becoming a, a more of a standard thing you guys uh, were pretty specialized I think there was like one other guy kind of doing it have you heard of other people doing more sequencing and kind of competition kind of on the from other people at the moment or not yeah man there are, there are other companies like us absolutely there there's there's more and more now um you know what's funny about those companies yeah is they never ever talk 
they never ever talked about helping small farmers or breeders. They never said anything about trying to be like a good player in the community. Yeah. They they just never mentioned anything like that, and no one ever gives them any shit because no one cares about them. Whereas we made the mistake early on of saying uh, we're going to be a good company, and now. Um, we've just invited a lot of scrutiny, I guess. And, and mm. I think that's all right. Like that's going to force us to sort of live up to it. Um, but yeah, there's tons of other companies like us now out doing their own thing. And they, uh, they're, they're just doing it, you know? So like, uh, last year, and I guess this, I probably this year and continuously, uh, when we, cause I asked earlier if you got hit up by, anybody but like did that so for instance we we had uh we had the crew on here back in the day at one point but you you had a hawthorne group it must have approached you i would assume considering they kind of wanted to gobble up everybody who was doing anything interesting did you actually get hit up by them last year we we did not we did not we we heard from someone who was associated with them like a couple years ago and told them that we didn't want to do anything with them, and then, uh, but then last year we didn't hear from them. But I know they're doing stuff. Yeah, no, of course they are. Like our whole, th- the the trick, the trick is to stay independent. Like we, we got an investment offer from like a really really big company just recently, and they would have tied us into that world through investment. Yeah. And. And we said no because if if we're not independent, we can't serve everybody. So um, yeah, Yo, Adam. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's five o'clock. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to ring off. Okay, but, uh, okay, my friend. Uh, this is great. Yo, what else? Man? What did what did we not get to? What um, what holes are there still? In well, the I think I mean I think I think I think that the 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 crazy part is that the only the only question that me and Mo had back in the day kind of like got split open today and we haven't we definitely didn't figure it all out but back in the day it was like what is the end game and it wasn't i don't think this was this is not really the end game right this is like something to me this is more of a side project this is something that you should uh maybe maybe not knowing what the direction of what the way you want to push the company now but i'd say production of seed for cannabis for high THC stuff unless it's some specialized like I would personally put it on the specialized thing uh, and and help uh, help the people and, and gain the trust that that way um, and when it comes to like breeding and, and dealing with breeders and stuff just because people might be cool one day and then you can just already can tell how quickly people get pissed off so I think it'd be good, good maybe a lesson learned there just to kind of like yeah, separate those in a personal way. I, I think that might be the the, the answer yeah. there. And uh, I hear what you're saying. And as far as uh, yeah, I mean, what is like? Do you have did did you have anything that you wanted to sort of talk about now since we have a captive audience? As far as uh, and not you know nothing nothing staged obviously, but like something that you like maybe a. What you what you kind of want to say as far as the the direction beside not not to talk about anything besides just the direction that you guys want to you know we're looking to go let's say yeah 
Yeah, I'll, I'll just say like, It's not a side project, man. Like we, our, our, we had two missions. Like one was to understand all the plants that was out there, and now the second one is to help make amazing new plants. And that's that's the mission. We just um, we also want to make a company that hasn't been seen before. We want to make it like a science company that is uh, that's actually a good company, and. So I think the way we do that is we just work with tons of people. So, like, the thing I want to say to breeders out there is, like, come and play with the toys in our lab. Like, just come work with us. I, I think I think people will find that it's, like, fun enough that, that, they'll, that at the end they'll be glad we're around. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's hope so. I think that's actually... Uh, I mean, like I said, there there might be this weird blowback of breeders and growers and things that already, you know, will get their mindset and say, "Fuck it, you know, we're not working with that guy. We don't trust those guys," which is which is a shame. But at the same time, uh, I think through 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 action, since you guys already got good services and you know, good, obviously, some you'll be hopefully making some groundbreaking stuff and then uh, as long as in keeping that galaxy open source and people still you know obviously it's not like every single person is going to stop sending anything to that I'm sure there'll be plenty of people still uh, interested in seeing where their stuff lays anyway especially if you're like I said using it as a tool and less as because obviously it's great to get the original source Material, but now everybody's producing so much more seed now too in these last few years, and there's so many more uh, projects being that need to be sort of run through, especially with the hemp. That's why I think the hemp stuff's really the the, the ticket in the long run, just because that's that's got to be done on scale, you know. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. So, All right, man. So, so it's good to talk to you. It's always good. Yeah, it's always good, and uh, we'll obviously keep an eye on this story. And if you want to talk to, again, and you want to jump on the show anytime, and uh, we can, you know, definitely be. I think we'll have more people want to call. I'm gonna have everyone say they w- they wish they could have called in, but they're a bunch of pussies and they didn't do it right now. So <laughs> Perfect, you had your chance. All right. Thanks, Mugly. Yeah, man. The next time I stir up a the next time I stir up a firestorm, I'll call you up and we'll, we'll talk it out again. Sounds Can't perfect. Wait. Peace, man. Peace, my friend. All, All right. right. Take care. Be good. So now everyone's going to call. Oh, where's Magley? No, he's good. I'm glad he called in. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of answers there that I would, would be like, if I was a listener, I'd be like, well, that's that's not what I wanted to hear because I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> I was like, no, sure. we can, I can see a better picture. No, but at the same time, I understand, uh, you know, when it comes to cannabis, people get real, uh, get a little bit, you know, territorial actually yeah it's just going to be an interesting line between uh you know what we know cannabis says and then what happens when it becomes kind of agricultural and a commodity or whatever you know yeah and i think uh you know the original the original uh idea of the galaxy is really good it's a little bit 
I put things in there that didn't really make sense, and so I kind of didn't really go and put everything in there, and kind of like I was like, uh, you know, uh, and I'm me too, so typical guy that like that's my style. Yeah. Try it once and be like, eh, didn't 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 make me happy because that one should be related to that one, and it didn't make sense because I was like, what? This isn't right. So then, and that was early on, obviously, uh, but in general, I watched like I said, other people come in and just work with it really properly and get the most out of it so it's it's a great service it's kind of you know a little bit of a fuck up when you don't bring it in smoother <laughs> it's a little smoother that's all it needed to happen i think and that was you know the, the big issue i think it just kind of hit, hit hit everybody a little bit broadsided um and yeah the can of crowd you want to do some shouts it's perfect timing. Maybe somebody will show up. Let's see. I got all these empty chairs. Sad. Mm-hmm. Saddest. It's literally uh, the saddest looking show ever on 420. Well, when you're doing the shadows, you're perfectly in the corner there. I am, right? Yeah, so you can just go like that. And dun, 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 dun. Oh, that way. There you go. Okay, good. So uh, right out away. of the gate, we're going for New Millennium. No. Okay. Oh, no, no, because they do those last. Okay, yes. we're going to do those the last. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll do those last. We're going to uh, go new, new millennium. Okay. New millennium. Now we're good. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw um, Jaron at the show at the um, the Dude Grows Cup, which was actually last week. It was pretty cool. After James was here on the show, we, uh, we hit that up, and... Uh, was bigger and better bigger and better people were going down like flies so dude i went in i walked in kind of <laughs> late and this one guy just went like nah. and then someone comes over and goes yeah he just went to my booth and i was like all right and then all of a sudden over there here debunk <laughs> and another one goes down and i'm like damn that's so classic it's very much like amsterdam was yeah when back in the day when you had good weed this is with dabs obviously but it was like good weed and uh Bad ventilation. That's all you need. That's all, <laughs> that's all you need for if you want to see people go down. You get that combination: the, the, the bad ventilation, a little bit of good weed. If they're slightly drunk, they're definitely going down. But then it gets kind of worse. But these these were just like the low blood sugar level. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. old pasty white like. And then when they wake up, they're like, "What the hub? Huh? <laughs> How did they end up here?" Yeah, I had it once when I was. Uh, at a friend's house, and I uh, was doing bong hits, sitting on a couch with one heater, and the heater was like super hot up here and super cold down there. And I stood up, and I went to go to the kitchen, and it just went like everything kind of melted. And I woke up on the kitchen floor, and everybody was looking down on me like, "What's?" Up? I was like, "What is going on?" That's funny. Yeah, the ultimate, the ultimate hit, the ultimate hit from New Millennium is their full line. Actually, that you can just get. Uh, the uh, calculator out on their website and you can figure out exactly what you need for your space and your sizing and your plants and all that um the winter frost is a good standalone the uh decision the ruby ruby uh fulvic full schnurgle what do they actually call it do they have a name yeah they do have a name Um, it's just it's like ruby schnurgle ruby f and then it has a bunch of um, yeah so it's just yeah that's actually uh stuff yeah, yeah Yep. I can't. I can't even say that word. I don't think <laughs> almost. But uh, <laughs> the uh, right. that's that's actually got nine sources of of uh, fulvic acid in it. So that's the shit right there. Uh, 
but you can go to newmillenniumnutrients.com, check out the website, check out the store finder, give them a heads up, tell them if you want to contact them direct and say, hey, I need a done deal, I'm sure they'll hook you up, get, a, get some free samples from them or whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Just hit them up. Hit them up. Bother them. Say, done deal now. <laughs> uh, speaking of a done deal, oh, Incredibles will not give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they don't want to. They just can't because you're too big, too far out, too spread out, too many places. No one's going to – I mean, I can't guarantee everyone's going to know. Maybe we can have them start putting it in the packaging that they have to <laughs> when they do the wholesale stuff that you must <laughs> give the done deal. You must give the done deal. Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. But there's a lot of 420 sales out there if you're a dispensary. Go yeah, well, t- tomorrow and today and tomorrow and the next day are going to be the big, obviously, dump as much product on the street as possible. So hit up your local shop, ask for the done deal. <laughs> they may know. They may be listening. Yeah. If they they're trim in the back, because if they're if they right. have prisoners in the back during their their, their solitary confinement. Uh, in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the dispensary, it's solitary because you got to be in some tiny little nook. You know what I mean? You're not gonna right. you're not gonna be hanging out with the whole crew there. So, but yeah, if you're uh, in trim jail right now, listening to the show. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, but you, if you aren't and you can get out and you can go to the streets and buy something, you should go buy some Incredibles, Edibles, anywhere. And they're the shit. Uh, they have, like, multiple flavors on the chocolates. They have great CBD products. They have bath, sal- bath uh, salts, I guess, bath bombs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all super uh, high-quality in-house grown. And, you know, they know what they're working with, so it makes a big difference. And uh, also, if you are in the, the dispensaries here in Colorado or Nevada or any of these places, they actually carry them. And you can get a hold of their extracts, do that. They also have an extract machine that they've designed. So go on their website, iloveincredibles.com, check them out. Throw the done deal at them. If you contact them in any way, shape, or form, you guys can ask them because they, they should know. But they don't. But they have too many people working for them. So. Yeah. Never know. Never know. You never know. Build a soil. But you do know, build a soil is going to take care of you. I hope. We haven't heard. We haven't heard from him in a while. He's he's, he's swamped. But yeah, I think he will. But you don't even need to because the stuff's already a good price. Great selection. IPM products. Uh, you can get your beneficials right from the man himself. Uh, he's got great products shipped all around Colorado and New Mexico for free. Which is really cool if you live down around Colorado or New Mexico, but otherwise, it's not so cool. But uh, that makes it possible to get actual soil and things like that. So, give them a shout at eight five five eight seven seven soil if you want to call them on the phone or buildasoil dot com. Check out the site. Give them a heads up. Tell them what's up. They'll be like, "What? Another one?" I think they like I said. We we sent them so many customers over the years. We force them to outgrow their actual warehouse a couple times. So nice. That's the kind of symbiotic relationship we work with them. That's right, dude. We're like mycorrhizal. <laughs> oh shit, mycorrhizal. Oh What's damn. That? <gasps> boom. Just like this guy. Yep. WallaceWow.com. You want to talk about mycorrhizal? That's the guy. So. We are connected. Just oh, and I talked to Ron. Ron's gonna start giving out some f- free stuff. Ooh. Um, 
fun. He's been getting hit up by a bunch of our guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool, man. So that's what we want to hear. Well, that's cool. So <coughs> you want to come on the show? Probably have him on next week. Cool. I could hit him up now. I mean, but. Hit him up. I could hit him up. I could hit him up. Uh, but Mr. Ron Wallace is the man behind all the giant pumpkins and great stuff like that. He, uh, whatever he puts his mind to, he crushes. And he's been selling the, his own mycorrhizal products that he's put together mm-hmm. from uh, his own dependable sources and just, you know, nails it every time. So you give him a heads up. I think he gave, he's been giving 15% off just on everybody that he's been getting coming through so i think that's his official his official deal nice so give him a heads up that you want the done deal get that 15 percent off and i'm sure he'll throw a t-shirt in or two so give him your size tell him you want the shirt <laughs> classic baseball shirt right yeah man oh yeah the one he's wearing in the picture exact i i've got one. Oh, nice yes i do what am I doing of these? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you is go. that it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, look at that. That oh, looks yeah, great. Yeah, oh, yeah. that one. Yeah, it's the Mycorrhizal yeah. one, the second one in. Boom, it's that one right here. Is that good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah That's that. the one you want. Uh, like I said, tell Mr. Ron Wallace that we hooked you up, and uh, we'll take care of it. So, next. Green Farms. Green Farms, Green Farms. So, um, JW from Green Farms is going to turn 50. I'm going to turn 50 in like two months. So, it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong, bro. Oh, man. And, uh. He's got to bring that ridiculous. Who brought that ridiculously sliced banger for your birthday last year? Remember, it's like huge. It was like a coffee cup sized banger for your rig. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whatever happened to them? I don't know, but that was for your birthday, I think, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, it was. I think they were just bringing it, though. I don't think they left it with me. No, no, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, no, no, they didn't leave it. They just yeah, t- no, they came by and it. went, look at this cool thing for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you do. <laughs> uh, but what you do do is you grow from uh, all organic sources, like the guys over at greenfarms.co. They have their uh, in-house brands, such as Buffalo and their Rasta Rooster and their... Rust Worms. They got their own shop in Louisville, Colorado. So if you live around that area, Boulder, Denver, one of those kind of places, Wheat Ridge or whatever, swing on up and uh, pick up some great organic source material. They have all this, pretty much all the brands we're talking about. They've got Build-A-Soil inside their place. They've got Ron's stuff, I believe, or at least they're getting it. So pretty much all of our stuff so far. Nice. Oh, New Millennium, they probably have that too. They got it all, bro. They got everything that was in our thing. But give them a call uh, or give them a shout online. And if you're in uh, Colorado Springs, you can just go by their like all no-till grown uh, medical dispensary there, which is dope because you know that you're getting clean, properly grown, properly burning material because Colorado is one of those places that if you're if it's grown bad and it's all dry here it's nothing your weed will be like garbage so you gotta this is like one of those places where growing organic makes a big difference especially on the storage and you know things aren't sold right away and they're all sitting around nothing left anyway 
go to greenfarms.co, check them out, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you on this side. And they're going to be expanding bigger and bigger. Talk more about our birthdays on the next few shows. Oh, shit. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. I don't know if James is listening, but he can call in and talk and chat, of course, because that's his his call. That's his calling. Seeds here now. Is the site down? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, my God. So I pulled up the logo. Oh, my God. The site is is down? I thought I would try it, and it's not working. No. Don't do that. There's the logo. Okay. We got logos. We got logos. Uh, James, now you're scared to call in, huh? We thought Mowgli would be scared, but James is now the one. He's terrified. Come on, James, give us a call. Oh, don't show that. You're showing the sign. You're showing the, oh, you're showing, oh, it's on my thing. Yeah, I'm getting a delay right now. Oh, yeah. I saw it. I saw it, bro. Yeah, oh, I, man. I James I... Bean, man on the scene, is not. Where is this guy? <laughs> James Bean, you're not on the scene. Sights down. Well, anyways. <laughs> so we don't know what the specials are, but we know he's got some good ones. And the fact that the site's down does not mean by any means that... You, you shouldn't know, try it. Your order wouldn't have worked. And just, well, you right. know, check it out, bro. Might work. Might pop up. Uh, yeah, but he, as far as when, it, when you do get your seeds from Mr. James B, this is the real James B. I was standing next to him the other day, and... Uh, uh, we were walking into the, the dude grows cup and uh, he was kind of like in the middle of conversation. I was kind of like trying to figure it out. And uh, yeah, so he was getting, he was getting misconstrued for the uh, other James being the guy who stole his name. So oh. as, as usual, and they were like thinking it like, what the fuck is all that beef about? It's like, what beef? Like <laughs> what's going on? So yeah, it is ridiculous. It's one of those, uh, yeah, like checking Ch- says the uh, site's working for them. Oh, see, because so we just suck. That's good. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So, good to know that we are lame and we can't even pull up internet. What was to see your internet doesn't work now? No, it should. I don't. I, I don't know why it's not. That's okay. really weird. That's very strange. Very strange. Uh, well, anyway, James Bean is the man on the scene. His stuff is up. His site is good. You're safe. You're in safe hands. And also, if you have any problems with the seeds, you can get a. Hmm. Full, uh, not, not refund, but you'll get a full uh, replacement, which is awesome. There so we go. It's it's up. Oh, it's I don't up. know what I'm doing. What's yeah, it's user error. It was user error on MTI's part. Really? Apparently, I don't know. Maybe I have a bad. Uh, I thought you link were in here. I thought you were a robot. Oh, so, so yeah, that's what I do. Mario doesn't know where he's going. He's trying to call me, but he can call. Uh, Get on Skype and do his number, Mr. Mister Mario. Who's who we have calling? Who's that? Who's coming around the corner? Is that somebody good? Or no? Same old people. No. Oh, us. it's yes. it's not it's not the other crew. So what do we got for specials? Give us give us a little. Oh, out. specials sales. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Monthly and flash sales. Four twenty nineteen. One day only sale tomorrow. Grab bag tier one thirty dollars. Grab bag tier sixty dollars while supplies last. Uh, month April monthly sales. I don't know what the grab bag is though. I mean, I imagine just a bunch of stuff. That's good. Well, that's what grab bags usually are. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you'd be correct on that. Okay. Good. 
April monthly sales. These sales will start at 12.01 on uh, Monday, April 1st, and will end at 12.59, April 30th. Uh, Exotics Genetics Triple OG line, 78.88. A1 Yola Milk and Cookies Trilogy, Four Kings Candy, Apple Kush, Three in the Pink, Purple, Lamborghini, Miami Heat, Fukushima, uh, Lime OG, Thug Life, Cocoa Puffs, Burning Man, Moose Tracks, Triple Chocolate Chip, Juicy G, Crunch Berries, and Caesar. Here. Uh, what? Can you can you can you call him at the bottom, Mass? Mr. Mass himself. Can you call him? Yeah, on I Skype? can call him. Yeah, on Skype. Yeah. There you go. Because he's I don't know. He can't figure it out. Because <laughs> he's Mass. Okay. It's all right. Because um, we have we still have we after this after our one main sponsor, which is Caesar now, which are he's he's the man. Uh, we do have our newest, latest, greatest sponsor. Latest, greatest. Here I said that. I didn't mean the greatest. The latest, greatest. Because they're all great. They're all great in their own way. But as far as uh, getting us a computer that just had user error because MTI is it's like a Ferrari. He's trying to shift it. Okay, we have to call him because he can't figure it out. Right? Here goes. Coming your way. Coming at you. Yo, yo. Hello. Yo. Yo, what's up? So, uh... What's good? What's up? You're live on the air. You're live, bro. Are you dri- I was trying to, uh... Are you driving? Skype. Are you driving again? My, uh, no, I'm I, I'm set up. I have, like, boxes of CMH behind me. I got an R- IL-5, a 630DE. I was doing that. I'm all set up. And I was trying to Skype you guys, but I can't get it to work. Uh, it's all good, man. Why can't you just, which, can, which part can't you get you to work? Cause we just Skyped you, but we just Skyped what? Oh, the, last just, time we called him. Okay, yeah. so can we yeah, just... Yeah, last time we Skyped on the phone, remember? I was in the car. Now I have a laptop, the phone. I called Sage Master Dunn, but I don't think that's you. Sage Master I dialed Dunn? that guy. What? Who's that guy? There's like... <laughs> I don't know. It was on Skype, so I had the camera up and everything. Uh, I was, was ready. actually I was calling your we'll, Skype. We'll just, yeah. Let's post. Why don't you call our Skype? Let's post. Why don't you do the Adam Dunn show? Skype? I'm trying let's to call you guys. Adam Dunn show. Well, we'll do the Adam Dunn right, show. Come on, get, get it together. Hang out. Right try, now. All right, we're hanging up. Adam, try, try it. Try it again. Come back. We're we're gonna get off. And you're gonna come back on. Yeah, we'll hang up and just hit us up. Yeah, hit Adam. us up and get it all set up. Adam Dunn show. Pull your pants there up. All right. See you in a second. All right. Peace. Oh shit! Oh shit! Come on, come on! Here he comes. Is he not coming? This could be a whole another. Here he is. Holla! All right, but we can't pull you up on the screen. Okay. Uh, no, I'll pull you up on the screen. Oh, we can pull you on the screen. Yeah, what are you Sorry. talking about? I don't know. Uh, you're just seeing me right now, but... Oh, yeah. I don't see what's going on. I have no yeah, clue. you can't see anything. All right, so I'm going to... Yeah. I'm prepped now, dude. Prepped? Oh, shit. I'm scared. Do I turn video on me or you do it? No. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew this would never oh. work. Oh, there we go. Oh, shit. All right, so I'm going to get you in here in just I, a second. I just saw you. I didn't see nothing happen. Now I see You see me now, Adam? Oh, yeah, dude. We're in, like, in front of you. Where is this? People like... Are you calling in? I'm like, I'm waiting for Adam. They're like, he said he's waiting for you. I'm like, okay. Oh, uh, shit. You got a light? You got a, throw a light on your face. Come on. What's that? Yeah. Where's, where's all the light in here? 
It's a real light, Jesus Christ. At least you're not driving. This is way better. There you go. You're a lighting company, bro. You can't be all fucking in the dark. That doesn't make sense. I got all sorts of stuff behind me. I'm just trying to like makeshift the studio right now. Oh, okay. so, obviously it's makeshift. This is this is uh, this is the epitome of makeshift. Yeah, it is. But it was last minute, so I got some lamps for you guys. And the word of the week I came up with, I texted you some stuff. You guys see that? I know. So what's going on? Not uh, much, man. I'm still dying you up in here, so no one's seeing you yet. But oh, no one sees you except I'm seeing you ish on the side. That's why I see. It's great. It's a big mess. It's perfect. It's just what we expect. <laughs> All right. Big giant pile of stuff. It's not really a mess. It's a good mess. Expensive mess. I saw the Philos uh, chat. That, that a lot of cool comments in there, huh? And uh, this show, the upgrade is awesome. I didn't see the live chat before till till, that, till today. Oh, you figured it out finally. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, tightening up all the time, and and I'll be back on the road again in the next week. So he'll be back onto the whole studio, green screening again. So you'll have to get your green screen in, in order, okay? The green screen's getting in order, yeah. Okay, you can get I one just, for hundred and fifty bucks. I, you pop up one, strip it. That's just this is we've, we've made progress here because right. I didn't talk to you till five or six, and I was like, add it to your add it to your expenses, add it to your expenses. So. Uh, we basically were we haven't well, okay well so before we what's on what's on what's going on right now you have you have him in, in the front well, no, i'm, I'm trying to figure him out i, I can't get it going on over i knew here, that so. would happen i, I know nobody I'm wants to see it. him i'm working anyway. it out but i have you behind illuminar right now who me behind Illum- yeah or in front of illuminar in, fr- in front of that's illuminar. Cool. Uh, yeah. all right i'm in front of illuminar i don't want to be behind that shit i'm man. trying to get you dialed in here <laughs> put me in front uh, but if we have to do this contest then i have to dig into the oh yeah well yeah Where's so, that? On his? On his no, face? No, no, no. I got it right over here. Okay. But yeah. So we have we have we have up. our first we have our first attempt that we're gonna do. Um, yeah. Uh, do I have to text you the names of the word? Because you probably can't remember it, right? No, hey. don't and don't say the word. Just, yeah, don't say the I'm word. I'm just saying. I'm looking at your eyes right now. I tried to text it so it was like we could pronounce the words because they kind of. I know I did it like that on purpose because I couldn't come up with anything because I was useless <laughs> and I was all high and I was. Dude, drinking, I even texted. Uh, like, and right. okay, so, so. You don't say the word anyway. You just want to know you know and the you word. Did, did, no, 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 just don't say it. If you say I'm it, you're really, don't, don't do it. I'm so worried about you. Like I was so worried about you blowing it somewhere along the line just because. I don't know if you understood how the game actually worked because one of those does Maz know what he's doing? Will he blow it? Will he just get online and start saying it over and over again? No, I hope not. Anyway, you did a good job. It's been a whole week. Um, We don't. We can't say the word, so don't worry about it. They have to say it. So I'm just making sure that you did pay attention at the the moment in time. All right, cool. And then you're and then you have a word. You had two a choice of two, and I didn't really pay attention, but. You're you're gonna come up with the next week's word. That's I have. Be, that's your job. Ten words. That's not ten words. I want one word. One oh. word tomorrow. I got those. Just give mm-hmm. me w- those. Give me that. <laughs> Just give me that. Give me that one word. All right. So we're gonna do the one word. We're gonna do that after the excitement of the other one because that gets everybody like they can't remember because <laughs> yeah. now they'll now they'll they'll know when to look this this will be like right in the middle of all the excitement and the word of next week is and then booyah you'll be out of your cue right so that, that's all you need to know um so the 315 cole won last week right i believe he won the 315 cmh 
That's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah, yeah he's and, and, and uh, tell us about that model and tell us about what, what when, what year they're going to get them. What year will Cole get it? What year is what? <laughs> what year is he going to get it in the mail? Is it coming? Is he already got yeah, it? Yeah, he, he thinks a, a 220 plug is a Euro plug. That, that's a running joke with him about a year ago. He posted in the Gross Coalition. Why do I have a Euro plug with my picture? We're like, no, that's a 220, bro. So we joke with him about that. He should be getting it like this week coming up. Nice. It won't. Canada's easy because they're up there too. Canada. But, uh, Canada. Okay. And he's got that. With, um, it's got a three by three throw on it. Um, I believe he's getting a 4K um, ceramic lamp mm-hmm. or veg. And uh, he's also going to add to his arsenal probably with a 630 and uh, a couple more 315s real soon. That thing's tight, dude. It's a horizontal reflector, but it's built like a tank. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I didn't have them last time you were here. No, I didn't. Did, uh, <clears throat> so what was the um, what is going to be to this week's model? Are we doing something different? Are we changing it up? This week's model, we're probably going to do a 315 once more, but oh, I, I, I want to do, like, for the word. Switch it up. Let me see what I have here. Um, <laughs> we got that pile back there. I do this like this, I know, but I have this, this 630-watt um, double-ended CMH, and that thing is dope, dude. Double it runs a 3K CMH. lamp, 4K, okay. or, a, or a 3K red. Uh-huh. You can borrow with that. It's, like, uh, one of the best fixtures I've ever ran. So I got that in flower now, supplementing that with some HPS. Um, well, so we'll do that one, actually. That thing's money. And we'll give away a, a 4K, a 3K lamp with that because I'm going to assume they'll use it for flower for the 630 watts. Yep. It's double-ended. Okay. So it's a single lamp with two arc tubes in it, two ceramic arc tubes. And it's just you run it at 630. Do not dim it. You yeah. could dim it, but don't, just don't dim it because you'll mess up the arc tube on it. Yeah, I think with most of those dimmable things you kind of like you're better off running it at at what it is and then if you really want to go with the and have the extra boost power or, or bullshit on it you could do that but that just wears away that just basically yeah. ruins the lifespan of the light by whatever 10 you know, yeah 10%. I'm, I'm the class i think it's just you should just be able to boost it and not dim them because people sometimes they'll they'll dim them and they won't even know that they dim them so we could do that or we could do the um, yeah, or they hang them too high and they can't get to them, and they just fucking fuck it all up. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Is it on six hundred when these are thousands, and it kills your bulbs real fast. That actually like hurts them worse than the it totally overkilling them, you know. And I, yeah, I beat that in their heads, dude. Another thing that I I would like to do is another thousand watt. Like the hey Skunky, shout out to Skunky when he won the thousand watt. Oh ago. shit, yeah, but, uh, we're giving away that. We can start adding all these up, and we'll be like MSRP ten. Mm-hmm. Million we'll do, dollars worth on I, Adam Dunn show. I want you guys. I want to showcase the uh, the the thousand watt uh, metal halide lamps we have. They're double ended. Um, we have a four K. We have a six K. A ten K. Right. The four K you can use in veg um, or flower. I just I had it in veg. One one light. It's so bright, dude. It, they run a little hot, so you want to make sure you have enough BTUs in there. I say about thirty six hundred. But we'll do a thousand watt fixture too with either a 4K. We'll let them. We'll let them select, depending on the person oh. and their environment. 4K. Oh shit! All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the 630 will be this week. The 630 CMH double ended. Oh, okay, okay, that was for the. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so yeah, this week's. See, we're stepping our game because I figure 
If we just start giving away 315s every week, everyone's going to be like, you guys, come on. Yeah, no. No, we can't do that. They're dope. we got to work our way up to those uh, to those fucking... The, uh, the aisles? Exactly. That's like the pinnacle. Yeah. Actually, it should have been this weekend because it's like this is a 420. This is 420. Today is bicycle day. Remember that, too. Everybody take their... Everybody take their bicycle medicine. <laughs> get, out there, get out there. Um, I've got a bike. You can ride it if you like. Sid Barrett. Oh, shit. And then, um, yeah, the, are those available yet, those IL-7s, the uh, the bars? Are they even out? Or are they I have an IL-5 behind me, which is actually, if they're listening, Colin in Happy Valley. I have an IL-5 in the deal there. I, I, I put a pick of it up. So I have an IL-5. I have a couple IL-8s in. So what we want to showcase, though, Adam, if we do something besides that, like that uh-huh. would be like a big thing, like the IL-8, let's say, because that thing's just insane. Um, we'll do like the ILWs, the bars now for, for cloning and propagation uh-huh. for them, too. Probably a couple of them. If we have them in, I'm not sure if we have them in stock yet. But for you, we do. Okay. Well, yeah, for our... Not for me. It's for the winner. It's for the winner. So, uh, how are we gonna do this with the with the uh, with the chosen one to see if if it works? I, I have them pulled up right here. Do we need to call them right now? Are we ready? Um, well, I thought we we're gonna. I thought we we're gonna. Uh, are we gonna? You want me to read the submission? Uh, just the highlights. You don't have to read the whole thing. I mean, it could be like uh, first. First of all, for not not name or anything, but just just like kind of person we're talking about here because we we had to pick these out of a bunch of different ones so kind of like to at least have a okay gives us a little control too which is nice but otherwise it's tony baloney every fucking week that's, that's <laughs> the problem right there this is anti-tony baloney he thinks uh, you get an ila tony just hold up on that of course he will of course he thinks he's gonna get he's, he's gonna work himself what i almost guarantee he will be the guy who gets the i do without even knowing it It'll be him. but tell us sorry okay. <laughs> all right our listener here is a, a denver native and a, a mom to an awesome 14 year old daughter and uh uh, her and her daughter were hit by a drunk driver on her birthday, October 2014. Uh, they sustained a fracture in the spine, uh, and my daughter was injured so in the accident that she uh, suffered from seizures and reoccurring migraines. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, basically, she was prescribed large amounts of medicine by my physician, a laundry list, to name a few. Of the 18, there is fentanyl, oxycontin, Xanax, Ambien, Valium, and the list goes on. Um, smoked recreationally since, since she was a kid. And uh, the plant helped her get off and stay off all the traditional pharmacolo- pharmacological medications. Right. So, yeah, it right. says that it honestly helped save her life, and uh, she could use a light. Okay. See, that's right a, on. We like that's, that. See, we like, we like stories like that. We like stories like that. It makes makes us feel like we're doing good things, not, it's we not should. just stacking up in some fucking guy, like stacking it, like you, behind you. Like, that looks like... The stack we don't want to see. Yeah, see that? I wish yeah. I could pull you in on the video here, but I'm having trouble. With oh, we can't. Awesome. Here, so. Okay, so we should, we're going to get. We should ask her what, what kind of light is would be optimal for her, her environment, okay. too. Okay, well, we got We do got to call her up, so. All right, we're, well, yeah, she might not She might not be the winner because she might not answer. We want, it, we want it to work for them, you know, and if it's going to be too much and, or and who too we asking, little. And who are we asking for? Uh, Katie. Katie. Nice. All right, we are calling now. Dun, dun. 
Hi, you reached my mommy. She can't get to her phone right now. Um, that was it? That was Katie? Yeah. Huh? I'm going to call back Mario real quick. Uh, so that was Katie's? Yeah. Answering machine. Hello? Yeah, that was her answering machine. So. All right. Answering machines. Should we pull up another one? Oh, she, oh she's shit. in the chat room. But huh? She's in the chat room. Oh, she is in the chat room. Yeah, but uh, we... We can't get her on the phone. Uh, wait a minute. So she's in the chat room, but she's not on the phone? Yeah. Well, the name on the email yeah, is Yeah, Katie Page. Oh, wait. Yeah. She, there she is. Oh, my God. I won. Yeah. All right. We'll get her on the phone. She's All right. Good. So, yeah, we got to get you on the phone. That's the second part you of gotta, this whole You didn't thing. win yeah. nothing yet. You got to know the word. Right. You got to so, know the word. Um, the word of the call day. us or we call you. Because you can't say it on the thing, on the chat, obviously. So get off the Get, get your phone ready. Hit her again. All right. We're going to call you again here. We're calling. We're calling. Or call in, exactly. 720-310-8237. That's what you can do. But you got to say that. But you got to tell us the word of the day. So that's, that's the other part. Yeah. Yo. I never forget that. They never Hello. Anything that was important. Now they just... Never. No, that's Mario. <laughs> Was that you didn't even ring? She didn't ring, did you? Oh, that was good. We're calling her. Like right the huh? That was you, Katie. You gotta tell us the word. You gotta, we're gonna have we have time limit on, on on connections. Otherwise, we're, if it's not our fault. Oh my gosh! Did I really win? Oh, oh yeah! You're well, not yet. You have I to say the word. So you, have, you have to say the word though. You have to tell us the word of the day. Word of the oh week. Oh my gosh! No, you guys! I've been getting my daughter ready for prom today. I don't know the word today. Been on and off. And it was from last week, though. You had to know. You had to listen to it from last from week. Last week. Oh my yeah, God, Adam! I, I don't, don't have it then. I didn't win this week. Uh, I don't have the word from last week, you guys. That's oh, how it no. works. That's how it all works. You okay. have to listen. So this uh, week you have to listen. It still cannabis still saved my life, and it still is great. I, I understand. I understand. You never know, Mar- <laughs> Mario. I was gonna I know. See. We had the perfect... Well, I appreciate the chance this week. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll resubmit my stuff. Yeah, you have to make a whole new story. That sounds even better. Uh, No, (laughs) I don't think so. Oh, man. That was a hard one to make up. It was. I know. It was not made up. We know that. But... uh, Oh, come on. Somebody tell me in the chat group. Oh, Oh, Come on, guys. I mean... What do you think, guys? What do you think? How is it working? We're just going to... I think she should qualify because I don't even know the word. I mean, oh my God, Jesus! It is a terrible word. It's a it's a terrible word. It's a terrible word, and it's made up. But I mean, somebody should at least get it to her so that they can. uh, Badass balance. I'll I'll allow I'll allow you to do a call out. You can do a call out to somebody else if you want. Call out. Yeah, you know, like you can call somebody for help. You know, who who can you call for help that you know on the chat that I know. Do you um, somebody on the chat here that you know that you can call, you can call them right now, and I'll give you a chance to chance to win like that. How's that? Because then, at least it's not that easy on the yeah. end of the I can't be this biggest. I can't be the biggest pushover. Personally. Oh, they're already telling us on the thing. Oh, it's over. Hook her up. Look at this, Mike West. Is it is dark? 
It it's is stars. I couldn't think. I it's because I couldn't think of the word last week. So now this week we're gonna come up with a way more intelligent one, right? Because snarf for lunch too, so I know that word. That's a good word. Oh, she had snarf. It was a perfect day, then. You double snarfed. You double snarfed, and now you uh, you have uh, worked or uh, got yourself a light. So listen, he's got a six thirty double. Well, ending. you guys don't understand. This is like my first. This is my first stroke. So okay, so then, like so then the three fifteen. Set up for the very first time. I'm so excited. I got you. I got you. So three fifteen it is because the six thirty be too hot and you'll be end up with yeah, a bunch I, of crispy ass plants. So we're gonna go with the three fifteen. Three fifteen. Booyah. Yeah. Sold. Oh my and gosh, I could cry. You guys just made my whole day. Thank you so much. For the 4K lamp, too. For veg, and you could flower with it, too, if you'd like. There you go. Katie, I'm going to forage your... so amazing. I feel like I just got hooked up with the done deal for sure. Super done deal. The super done deal. I'm going to forge your email to, uh, to uh, KTI here, and uh, he'll take care of you and get you all linked up. Thank you, guys. Happy Friday. Thank Happy you. Great story, too. Oh, yeah. Enjoy, for, yep. too, all right? Have a good 420 weekend. This is the real... This client is real. Yes, this is real for medicine, sure. You guys. Thank you, darling. People that don't know really need to <laughs> keep sharing the word, Adam. Okay, okay, perfect. Thanks for hey, thanks for participating and getting that letter to us. Because that's half the battle, right? It's half the battle. It re- it really was. It was challenging. I know. I got it to you though. We made it. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, chat gang. Awesome. Peace. All right. All right, that was awesome. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. She'll do now, well with the three. Now, Mario. See, we just mm-hmm. saved. We hooked you up. Now you get to keep yeah. six thirty for next week. Next week they're going to get a six thirty. Yeah. So next week it's going to be a. Next week it's going to be. So here's the thing: is we have a bunch of people who wrote in and told us stuff, and now we've 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 proven that this is this is the perfect light for her because we got the three fifteen to perfect to her first garden. She'll do a killer. Now what we're going to look for is like you're beyond the fucking three fifteen, right? Now it's about. Somebody who wants to step their game up to 6.30 and prove it to us that they're fucking, like, well, that's what I need. So give us your demand. Give us, like, a, a reason why you want this particular light. And we'll probably choose you over the older ones which we've been looking at. Because we've been, you know, obviously, it's just like anything. You can go through it four or five times and you're like, what about this one? What about that one? Well, I like this one because of this reason. I like that one because of that reason. So we already know which ones we like. But if you write a new, fresh thing that you're like, dude, I'm young and I went to science, I went, I, I went against the system, I flipped over the tables and the thing and went in, yeah. like, and woo, make some great story. We'll be like, this kid is awesome. I want to do my own lab. <laughs> so who knows? No, anyway, you know what I mean. But uh, in general, just give us a new story. 6.30, double-ended, why you need it. We'll go through those and we're going to pick it up. We're going to pick up the best one, and we're going to call them. And then the word of the week for next week, because Mads has been really thinking about this, mm-hmm. is... I'll say it. Yeah, yeah well, go ahead. Yeah, you're the guy. This is the word of the week. Listen up, guys. This is going to say, you're going to say it like him, though. That's the worst part. The word of the week for next week is efficacy. Okay, everybody? Efficacy? Mm-hmm. Efficacy. Not efficiency. No. Efficacy. Efficacy, not efficiency. Efficacy. Efficacy. Okay, so to enter, you email info at adamdunshow.com. And uh, And you don't don't have to give us the word. You have to tell us what. what. Yeah, don't give us the word there. You just tell us that you're entering the contest. Put contest entry in the subject line. 
and uh, write to us and let us know why you need a light. Give us your specifically phone a six thirty if you really want to win because yeah. that's what we're going to be looking for. Right. Why do you want a six thirty double ended from Illuminar? Why? What the fuck do I want that? Think about think about the guys from Illuminar. What they would want to see. We're, we're gonna we're looking at it from their eyes, and so right now they're gonna want to see a guy who's like, like just like the, the young version I'm, young version of them in the industry that's fucking hungry and like I want to make this shit. That's what we're looking for. So now they have, that picture will will set uh, them. You gotta say the, say the word one more time. Efficacy. 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 So it's with a, it's like a e, it's an E and an F, guys. Okay, this is so basically. In case anybody who's listening to this for the first time doesn't understand how this all worked, you're gonna write me a letter. And you're gonna say I want one of these lights. It's gonna come to it's gonna come to theadamdunshow.com or it's gonna come to info at Adam Dunn Show, right? Oh yeah, write to info at Adam Dunn Show. Yep. Yeah. You can also say adamdunshow.com and then leave it there. It comes to me direct. I, I can get that. I can. I can access that. I feel like we should. Okay, but we I'm should. Just saying, we should direct it to one or the other. That's right, what I well, feel that's like. the one you want to direct it to, because you'll Which you one? have ac- the, the info it out. Info it out. Yeah, because yeah. I have access yeah, to it. Exactly. But if you feel like it and you just fuck it all up like I would, and you just go AdamDunshow.com and go like, <laughs> I will see it. I saw, I saw all the ones that were sitting last time. So, either way, just yeah. More, so more info access. at Adam Dunn Show is your best chance because that's the one I look at. Right. Yes. Okay. That is the one that will right. get the most and then attention. Write us. Uh, you can submit your story. Write. Let us know whether you want us to uh, read it on the air or not, and uh, um, leave us a, either a Skype username or a phone number, and we will get back to you. And we, you have to know the word of the week for this week is efficacy. Efficacy. It's like a metal band, bro. Metal band. Efficacy. Efficacy. PPFD. PPFD. That's more punk. That's a little more punk. So, uh, all right. What are you doing for 420, Mr. Mez? I'm actually going to go feed some plants and uh, get some stuff done here. I skipped Oklahoma, which I think you did too, right? Uh, so, no, I'm standing right here right now. Probably that's, where I'm, that's, where I'm see, that's where I'm standing in front of this hemp field. I'm just waiting around. Go, I know. Hmm. Probably go see Jordan and them down at the club too. Renew some cards and stuff. That's a good idea. Our, our, our buddies yeah. down at the uh, our buddies Tetra. down at the Tetrahydra Club. What up? What up, crew? An ILA down there, Ooh. and I want to put a banner for them too. Oh yeah, you can have it for me. Um, yeah, I'm not, I haven't really planned anything on purpose. I'm just decided I'm just it's like I'm going to take it easy, ish. But I probably won't. I'll probably end up getting dragged from here to there to wherever. But I didn't. I'm just. Didn't, I've been out of town so much. I didn't really care about leaving anywhere right now. So yeah, you're everywhere. It's um, a little hard. It's a little hard. Office, it's tough, bro. It's tough. Life. It's tough. All right, relax, relax. Um, so any anyway, uh, so Maz came through again like the woo with his fucking lights. Booyah! Boom. Right. The 630s is, is such a dope picture, too. And it, it really is. MSRP with a lamp's like 560. So that thing is just money. So if, if you're serious and you want that lamp, then definitely get to Adam and write him that letter and kick some ass because you will with this. Yep. And that'll be the done deal, obviously. And if you've got to contact you for the done deal, obviously that'll just get filed in under the done, the, the mega gigantic folders of done deals. 
uh, never to be paid. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, but in general, uh, we'll have every week for the next foreseeable future uh, a fixture. For foreseeable fixture. fixture. LEDs for, eventually. Yeah, for the next Mark foreseeable fixture. This is how we're going to call it. There you go. But this is very uh, It's the bee's knees. No. For sure. And, and uh, yes. hopefully... Uh, Either you or the other guys from the crew will be on this side. Was there Scott's down island or something? Where's Everyone's in Oklahoma. Oh, they're all down. He was in Jamaica, but then Oklahoma. Oh, no, from Jamaica so, to Oklahoma. That's a fucking downgrade right there. So he and Mike Diesel had their passports expedited, so they just started going everywhere real quick. Uh-huh. And then ended up in Oklahoma. He's supposed to come up here, too. Um, Scott he is. Definitely never, never usually get those combinations where it's like, I got my passport and then I went to Oklahoma. <laughs> that would be the worst idea ever. Uh, Jamaica, okay, I get that, but Oklahoma, no. Uh, Jamaica, Mexico, not Oklahoma. so much. Though this weekend, like I said earlier, I think this weekend will be a good weekend in Oklahoma, just because a lot of breeders are out there. Uh, I had good vibes when I was out there, as far as the people that I did meet who were like, you know, doing it while they're, you know, while it still was yeah, just barely legal. Hard. Just went medical at that point. Yeah. Um, but now it's. Uh, like it's weird the same same when i saw yair's uh video of him down in south africa which looked like you know industry looked like it was semi not mature but like quickly leapfrogging from like nothing to something you know what i mean Whereas, yeah that was and where was the gentleman speaking in it he was that was interesting that was good all that yeah that no, was good it was good times uh i think uh I think it's it's getting global real quick, which is awesome. So it's like you know one of those things where it's hard to tell whether you're in the states or South Africa or Australia or wherever when you walk through some of the shows because they have such a familiar vibe. Since it's like you know you're gonna have the the, the vape companies and you're gonna have the guys who have it all polished and well packaged, and then there's gonna be one or two uh, kind of you know funky old hemp vibe so, booth or something like that to keep yeah, I saw that the New York show, whatever. Yeah. Speaking well, of New York, wait, May 31st, that's going to be fun. That's coming up quick, too. I know, it's like uh, there's there's, uh, there's literally so much uh, over these next few months coming down. Uh, it's crazy. Dude. 420, like, 420 is now literally just the beginning of the, 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 the fucking tidal wave of, of events and you know, places that people are at so it's kind of like well let's do it you know i just i'm just i just hope everyone when they hang their lights they do it correctly so i'm here for that they need help so. well that's your job my friend you have to like yeah, you, have to, you have to first of all you have to tell them the, tell us the word of the day that's like that word of the week that's that's your that's your first and most important job my first yeah, yeah. and then, then and then after that it's like when you're gonna you're gonna talk because what we can do is uh you can either we can have a, like a five minute. We can have a, a five minute chat with with Naz, and you can get like your dimension. They have to you know yeah. just give us their dimensions, and you can be all like, and then booyah, they have the perfect. Oh, it's the whole room will be green. You know, I was gonna do it from a flower room, but with the the fans in there, it's just you guys aren't gonna hear me. So I'll work on that. For next week yeah no you don't want to have fans and stuff that's a bad that's a bad uh thing for for trying to be on a, on a podcast but but in general uh we definitely should be able to get you on green screened up so we can hang out in the virtual studio here i don't know what's going that's on probably what what's going on what's happening i don't know i'm just trying to make it work here in oh it's not working because it's mad what do you expect 
Yeah. Man, don't worry. We'll have it. I'll I work think, on it. So it, we're 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 on two computers this week just because Skype sucks again, right? It's yeah. It's funny. The Windows Seven version is actually yeah. Okay. Wouldn't let me and sign then, in Skype on my phone. Windows Ten like, is not. Oh my god. Whatever. We're, we will ameliorate everything. It's it's getting, but but it is getting coming together, coming together for sprint. So we we will, hope. Well, next week I'm going to be out of the country again, so I will uh, be green screening it from out out in the in the yonder, with the Kukes in fucking Puerto Rico. So, uh, well, how do? Yes, sir. Uh, talk to you guys from there. Uh, yep. Anything else, man? I'm going to do my. I, I'm on my last. I'm on, I'm on my last ten minutes. Uh, Schnorrow, your things, so. and have a great 420 and um i'll talk to you guys in a little bit right i'm gonna get these lights together for everyone and uh make sure you guys keep calling in and keep winning stuff because we're giving some serious stuff away here oh right? shit it's, it's real it's 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 on like donkey kong right now people this see that like, they're like they're like holy shit right? this is real deal um no it's good glad glad uh, we could get the ball rolling on that because i think it's uh awesome uh, giveaway on a weekly basis because you know usually it's a bunch of crap yeah. and <laughs> no it's not true it's usually good stuff but you know uh i think it's 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 well i like to produce a lot of product off of it and can be you know it's just one of those things especially when it's a high quality one and again changes your whole uh perspective of what you're already doing you know you you bring yeah. like you bring one of those into a room that you thought was light you know bright and you're like oh shit I, I should have six of these instead of four of those, and I'd be still using less power, and I'd have a better mm -hmm. throw, and it'd be like you know that much yeah. better, that much better like, plant. So, uh, we will, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, over the weeks, over the next couple of weeks, we're just gonna build it up to crescendo until we have the. Yeah, we'll give some seven hundred fifty watt um, double ended too instead of thousands, because a lot of people don't realize how high they need to hang their thousand watts. Yeah, seven fifty is nice too because six hundred were good, but they were just a little bit shy, and you could yeah. you'd have to have a shitload of them. So you can see yourself just even if you reduced it by ten percent on like all those bigger rooms, you'd have instead of having one hundred and twenty lights, you'd have. 85 lights or something you know what i mean which is a big difference yeah say they win and they, they they want 10 lights you know we'll do the whole light layout for them too. get their ppfd locked in and their target micromole so yeah there you go micromole word from last week uh, oh yeah hell yeah now someone knows what the hell you're talking about they don't think you're talking about some cartoon character named uh, micromole you mean micromole the character that's no i mean all right guys hey, let's do it all right let's do it uh talk to you next Happy week well, i'll talk to you before yeah. next week but we'll talk to you next week on the show for sure all right guys peace Thanks a lot all right peace out and he's out of there so let's go back to the show 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 oh no we still have one more shout out treasure we almost forgot about them yeah flip it up flip it up can you flip it up? Yeah, I'm going to flip oh, okay. it up. Okay, flipping yeah. it up. Treasure out in Barcelona. I just have some... Uh, I Listen to this. I had a, like, like a butch lesbian Lyft driver take me here, right? Because I didn't yeah. have my car. Sure. And I was talking to her, and she's like, yeah, I'm going out of the country, and I'm going to go on this little... I've never been out of the country. I'm going on this tour. I'm going to Barcelona, Madrid. Uh, and I'm like, oh, cool. I was like, hey, nice. so I'm going with this whole group of girls. And I'm like, all right, sweet. So if you guys want to swing by our, my friend's club, Treasure, and she's like, well, like, you know, of course, club. What kind of club? And I'm like, 
What's a weed club? Now, no, none of us smoke weed. I'm like, really? What? It's like a whole group. None of them. Like nobody. Really? I was like, geez. So yeah, I thought I had. I thought I had it set up. <laughs> I would have just told her to drop me off because I can't trust someone. I know. I was like already like, well, there goes our conversation. <laughs> pretty much killed. It's like that's lame. I want a new driver. But uh, no, if you were in Barcelona and you want to get dropped off at the most chill club and use your done deal credit at that given moment, you'll get a, the best one of some of the best credit in town right there. You'll be like, you yes. walk in, you get the done deal, you get free entry. Uh, free membership and uh, probably get you know at least a free hit off of a joint. <laughs> I, mean, I would assume like, you yeah. get something. You'd get something. Peter, Peter will take care of you. He'll be like, "Holy shit!" And people are pretty friendly in there too. You know, Super yeah. friendly. Uh, I can imagine going there with no weed and you know, being well, able to yeah. snag one off mm-hmm. of someone. Snag. Know. I don't know. Snag a hit or something. It's you know. not the recommended way to go no, there. I understand. But in general, good good weed selection. Hash selection. Check it out. Uh, ask for the done deal and go online and go to T R E S O R uh, BCN BCN yep. on Facebook, not dot com. Yep, and <laughs> Instagram too. I think it's Tresor uh, underscore BCN. Okay, yeah, on go. Instagram. Got it. <clears throat> Check them out. And uh, you'll know you're in the right place when you walk to the very, very back and you see Big Giant Adam Dunn Show sticker. Booyah, you know, this is it. Yeah. This is where the show went down. This is where we did some legendary shows there. We did the Ed Rosenthal show, which was great. There's a few. It's, it's funny. Like, lately, I've actually had a, probably four ep- four episodes I've watched, which I've been like, not wow. the whole, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched a lot of it. Nice, dude. Just because it was in a cool location. And, like, the one with Ed was good because... He really uh, sort of, you know, talked some pretty good fucking shit. Sure. And usually he's just like really difficult. <laughs> he's like one of those. He's like one of those guys who's just talking shit. And you know, this time I actually think he really put down some pretty good, pretty good ideas. And uh, <coughs> yeah, what was it? The other was a couple other ones. The Shiloh one was good, and the uh, the. Yeah, yeah, all the interviews. Steve, Mr. Hayes, yeah, that was awesome. All that site interview stuff was good. Yep, on site. So, uh, any other shout out? How was your weekend? Oh, did you, you know what I did get? Shit, I just realized. What's that? I know what I got. Oh, so I have to go get Nick on. S- no, I could do it on Monday, maybe after school. I got him season pass to Elitch Gardens. Are they closing down next year? Yeah, I think it's going away. Yeah. yeah. So I figured I might as well From get From that it. location, at least. And Nick is like 46 inches. He needs to be 48. Oh, yeah? So I'm going to have to like give him like some fucking... Platform shoes yeah, or something. Yeah, something like, here, put these in your fucking thing. Those old sketchers that are super tall or something. But you know how scary it is when you're that size and then you're like just a little bit too small oh yeah man because that's what's the most scary scared of falling out and oh stuff. yeah because yeah. the thing doesn't even come down on you it goes like this it goes like and it's like this is huge gap and like, everyone else is all and you're like i can just jump around down yeah, here this is not yeah, good yeah. so i don't know we'll see <laughs> <laughs> but they have that new uh meow wolf ride you heard about that oh right? yeah right and uh so well, no, I haven't heard about that. They, so they're doing because I know the exhibit. it's already there. Oh, really? So it's there. 
Oh. They, were, they took over the one of the rides. Oh. Which I is see. kind of like the slower move. Gotcha. And they've turned it into a Meow Wolf dis- uh, thing, which looked okay, but looks like, it, I mean, it could be cool, um, but it's definitely like kind of low budge, whatever. And it's sure. like, I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so I got one for Nick, me, and CC, so that's going to be our. Uh, so while we're here, when we're here, kind of something. Because when you buy the season pass, things are pretty good because you can get like free parking, which is huge. Yeah, that's huge there. So you're like, sure. well, why would I not buy that? Because if you want, if you want to go more than once, you pretty much got to buy it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so we go check that all out and do that Meow Wolf ride. That's gonna be dope. Nice. Um, Four twenty. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Anybody got any ideas? Send it out here. Tell me what's I'm up. Go stand in line for a CBD burger, dude. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna do. <laughs> Just kidding. You should. You should do it in video. If I do it, I'll the, video it. There was a guy on online. I forget who it was, uh, but he was Jake. saying Jake, uh, Jake Brown. Brown, right? Yeah. yeah, he said he was getting paid twelve hundred bucks to do to it. go do it. Yeah. That fucking guy. I'll beat him to it. I know. I'll do it live. <laughs> We're doing it live. <laughs> I'll try to overdose. You should try to overdose on them. Dude. <laughs> Can I get twelve CBD burgers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's a little bit uh weird it's one of those things where it's like it's 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 funny but it's also sad it's like one of those like at the end of the day you're like all right when yeah. it starts getting into like squirting on burgers at carl's jr which is like so idiocracy totally again once totally again, and like once again it's like the uh, next stop is gatorade like throwing in that or something <laughs> brondo it, it is it is like the brondo we're at we're at stage grave. we're at stage brondo now almost <laughs> almost um you know it and it's also i mean i think what people don't realize which especially like i, I i'm more i wouldn't i mean i'm not really concerned but it, i think it's gonna kind of fuck up the whole system which is a lot of people a lot of people uh are doing lots of little bits of cbd this and cbd that and cbd this and cbd that and this on cbd and rub this all over you and do that and do this yeah that i think considering that it's going to be uh uh you know containing maybe as trace amounts of thc if you start doing that on a every different format and THC builds up so much, especially in your hair and in your fat mm-hmm. and all that, right. that we're going to have all these false positives popping off everywhere where people are going to be like, I didn't smoke any weed. You'd be like thinking about it. And the guy's like smoking smokable hemp <laughs> you know what right. I mean? or doing like, whatever. <laughs> and he's going to think he's not, but he is, right. especially because it's like stuff that runs hot and people don't, you know, nobody's checking nothing. So you go to a truck stop and pick up some lozenges with some CBD oil that some guy bought, some Russian guy bought off some other guy that put it into the, you know I mean? Who knows? Yeah. Because a lot of that stuff's not checked or anything. So I think there's going to be a bunch of weird things like that. It's going to pop off soon in a weird way. I mean, we know, we'll see. Because I think it takes like six months for that shit to accumulate. We haven't like got there. Yeah, we're getting sure. there. <laughs> we're, yeah. getting, we're getting crossing that line right sure. now. Sure. Um, yeah, that's the question I get the most from people. They're like, "Oh, well, like pass a drug test if I take CBD, you know?" And mm. you know, you have to explain them and break it down, you know. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you will, but at the same time, uh, you might not at a certain point because it might just get to that point where it's like, "Oh shit, you actually are." Because if it's a positive, negative compared to like an amount, then mm. you might, you could definitely pop off at some point because. Gotcha. It just takes the tiniest, the billionth of them, you know, especially as the test get better and tighter and, str- you know. Yeah. 
more concise than it's fucked. Uh, what's going on in the vid vid works, uh, yeah, Vee what's going Vee on? What's going on for 420 for Veedbrook City? Yeah, hop on, man. Get over here, hop dude. Hop on, this man. Your, this your yeah, place. This your place. Uh, I have your f- other guests are ghosts, so you'll be stoked. I figured you'd be happy about that. Yeah, hop in wherever you want. I huh? got Scooby. Yeah, I brought Scooby Doo's ghosts. We could, we could have. Yeah, yeah we, we definitely could throw some extra characters into it after the fact, huh? since we have all that dead space. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, after the fa- I mean, I, sh- yes. I, I would have to work Josh, on it. Josh can do it. He'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it on one day, Josh. I swear to <laughs> oh God. Oh, my goodness. No, it'll be good. It'll be good. So uh, what are you doing for 420, Trav? We are going to uh, the Connoisseur Cup tonight. Oh, shit, Jason stuff. Where is that going to be at? Some mansion or something? Oh, it's it, over at I know where it's at. It's at a... I got you. Chair on Chris's place. Yes. Get right right up don't you know the etiquette yeah. is your it's your place this is mm. your spot but they don't mm. use mics like these they i know this is this is scary scary yeah. all these qual- we're gonna oh, move man. we're gonna move toward this we're going to start uh getting the headphones and the multiple microphones and stuff i've learned a lot with watching you guys do it, this it, show. i mean it does help at least make everybody kind of realize ish they won't because they'll be way back here and they won't notice the difference but when all of a sudden they get close they're like whoa <laughs> You sound way better like there. It's like, yeah, that's, that's where you should be. Not that I ever sound good, because that's the problem. Even if I sound close, I sound like I'm falling asleep or whatever. I probably am. Half the time I am, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't, don't you worry about it. <laughs> just be more interesting. Just be more interesting guests. Are you, uh, so you filming there or doing like video stuff or green screening it or? Um, we're not doing any green screen stuff. We're going to. You like the green because uh, we're bringing the fog machine liquid. Oh, in the fog machine. it's always so something. We're gonna nice. fog out a room. So we do. Spy day. Fog out. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, it's always something. Gotta have something. Yeah, man. Can't come empty-handed. You yeah. were talking about the uh, the CBD stuff. Yeah. And what do you yeah. think? What do you think? What do you think? When we started, we uh, had had. A small amount, you know, a compliant amount of THC in our products. Yeah. Um, but they were just vape cartridges, so they were only a gram. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you were talking about the, uh, you could get high as hell off of a, a compliant amount of THC in a in a 50 gram edible. Right. Sure. Like if you've seen the ones that are like a, a meal. Um, no. But like 0.3% by weight, I mean, that's the game that we were playing. Um Point three percent by weight of some big heavy edible product could have a, a great big load of THC in it. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, and there's so much bullshit on the market too that you just know that people wrote fake COAs for it and stuff. So that's that's where it's like I'm always like, yeah, you know, that's gonna be like somewhere down the line. Hope hopefully, you know, it's uh, we're gonna pass that point in a few more years. Uh, so besides that, that's tonight or that's tomorrow? Tonight and tomorrow night. Okay, so it's two days. Yeah, both uh, same place. They had a like a pre-show last night at uh, Studio 420. Uh-huh. And then tomorrow during the day, we're, uh, yeah, the spa thing is at the uh, mansion. Gotcha. The Connoisseur Cup's at some place I haven't been to. Sweet. Uh, yeah, anything other that you heard of that you're, that's worth uh, attending here in Colorado or How about uh, the the puff ball at, uh, that Dean Ween's doing? I don't think it's at the uh, Honey Pot Lounge, but 
mm-hmm. I've been really interested with what they're doing. Uh, like Michael Polanski with. So Dean Ween, that's who took over the uh, the vape, vape and play. And play. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. just he- I just heard about that yesterday. It's actually. a really it's a really nice place that they've got there. Yeah. It, it'll hold like seventy five people, and it's all about. You know, it's kind of an art and music type of place. Cool. They've got... Uh, Never heard of that formula before. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is crazy. But it's like it's like I go to places now and I'm just like, uh, you know, once again, just do it too early. Tired. Yeah. Don't want to do it. <laughs> it starts to become possible. And you're like, ugh. Helps if you start off being a rock star. Like, <laughs> I know, but... Right. But he had an easy, he just walked in and turned key. That shit was already ready to go. He didn't have to do nothing. Yeah. Like, they yeah, just, like, failed after one month. They were the worst, <laughs> worst business guys. Yeah, that's weird, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it takes to do all that, but. I'd no, that's good. That'll be a good uh, sort of, you know, place that people will seek out, obviously. We need places to smoke here, man. I'm, I'm like, bummed out after going to Spain and Amsterdam and being able to just go have a place that I could actually just go hang out and smoke, you know? Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous that we don't have that here. It's just kind of stupid. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, the last, between that and, it's funny because once you have that, it'll be okay, but it'll still be like, you feel like you're like in school again because you're sure. not allowed to have alcohol etc or whatever so or whatever say. yeah or not be able to smoke on site you know there'll be still all those you know like or smoke on site but you'll be able to like you know, have more than x amount or there'll be some dumb you know some dumb limitation or whatever but for the most part uh the uh the next step always was all i want is a and i don't even drink anymore so it doesn't matter but for the most part a beer and a joint oh my god right like Pure, that's End like, of the world. It's like fireworks and fucking American flags and freedom. <laughs> freedom that's like it's, that's all people want. It's that's all, yeah. It's that's so it. crazy because it's like the simplest fucking thing. It's like you can do that in your backyard. Right. You can go in your backyard, open up a beer, smoke a joint, and if nobody complains, it's fucking like a amazing. <laughs> Doesn't matter where the backyard is, you know yep. what I mean? As long as it's like not raining or something on you. But for the most part, if you can just get away with that, the minute you go like light up a joint and have to hide it or you know, can't really, you know, just they, they can't have a beer and, and that because of whatever, whatever reason. If I can, like, if you're, in, obviously, if you're, in, you know, if you're at a hotel, you're at the nicest hotel, but you can't have, you can't light a joint. You know what I mean? You're just right. like, this is so lame. The minute you can light a joint, the hotel could be like four stars less. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck it. I don't <laughs> care. Who gives a shit? Four star, <laughs> one star. <laughs> Book a joint? Oh yeah, this place is great. <laughs> so it's like such a mood changer, you know. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're on the final shout outs. If you got so any, so anything shout out wise from you, I mean, we're, besides yeah. besides your buddies and the ghosts. Yeah, this has been the home <laughs> yeah. home of our, our studio here. We haven't left yet. Yeah. We haven't left yet. Yeah. I've I've still been waiting to see about our internet and all that crap for the other spot. So I'm thinking we're gonna be here for at least a few more weeks. So. If you want to put something together, Travis, if you want to have any, if you have any, any ideas, we're here. We're here for a few more. Um, but yeah, Beadwork Studio has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's given us a chance to test out the green screen properly, so now we're addicted. So yeah. before we thought it would be too distracting, and for some people it may be, but 
Yeah, we will. There's a uh, comment today that yeah, I got all yeah. <laughs> they didn't like uh, the back fancy they just, background. They were just and getting stuff. sick from it. They said because it was the cave and it was a little weird angles and stuff. Yeah. So huh. it made them get the vertigo probably from the from sure. the height from the height. Uh, yeah, I think uh, so. Readverks dot com. No. Yeah, we're you can. I'm not good at self-promotion. You can go to VeedVerks.com and buy CBD products. There you go. We do test all of our stuff. Um, we uh, test uh, the raw materials before they go in, and then we test the finished product once we've made it. And, um, you know, we've got our game on pretty good. But right. I was, we were in that, I don't know if you could hear it through the microphones when we were in the, in the back room, but that most of that conversation was about... Uh, yeah, we listened to every single fucking word you said. Well, no, we didn't hear enough. Well, no. You'd be amazed what you can hear. Like I, I go back and I I listen Russell to a show, and I hear like the neighbors' music. Oh yeah, no, you for know. sure. But with, with these, this is a good, good, good tight, um, yeah. tight mic. Yeah. So I'm like telling you, I've learned a lot from watching you set this, uh, yeah, set you this up. We're gonna gank a bunch of your ideas. That's fine. That's the story of my life. Uh. Uh, all right. Well, obviously, Ryan, Ryan Harris is, is bored, so we're gonna stop the show for Ryan. Yeah. It's sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. Bro. I apologize, Ryan. <laughs> sorry, bro. Uh, so anyway, it's no problem. We were supposed to, we were supposed to stop anyway. Yeah. So uh, shout out to my beautiful wife, CC, little Nick. I got a ukulele in uh, uh, Hawaii. I got myself the worst Hawaiian shirt for photo. Yeah, it was cool. the group photo. We had like we went in. Uh-huh. We had a group of like uh, five people. And we uh, went into this really nice shop, and they were like, he's like, buy them all. And it was like 700 and some bucks. And he's like, Pfft. and all of a sudden, we were like, went downstairs and said, look, we can do it all for 140. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll do that. You know, it's all for one shot anyway. But uh, yeah, so I got a bunch of crap in Hawaii for the fam, which is always a must do. Uh, shout out to. Uh, for fucking calling in and facing the fire a little bit. I mean, I'm not the wor- I'm not, I'm not like the grill grill sergeant here who's gonna come in there and fucking go after everybody, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he's you know he I, I I was friendly with him. Like I said, I I could tell from the answers that I wasn't very happy with him. So I'm sure a lot of the listeners weren't very happy either when you're like, sure. oh, that wasn't what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear you say you wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? So they're, they're definitely going down the, the road of, uh, you know, having a hard time working with a lot of growers out there because, because we're getting less and less uh, ability to uh, protect ourselves. And unfortunately, that was the whole goal of their operation in the beginning was to give you a, a way to protect yourself by documenting yourself and getting your, you know, lab tested uh, and approved uh strain which makes sense but at the same time if you people are going to question it when you have your own seed company i think that's still going to be an issue no matter how you go at it so we gotta wish them luck but at the same time uh you know i I say what i mean which is like definitely it's the same thing that hawthorne group did when they came and came on the show and kind of said that they wouldn't still sell Roundup and I was like well if you sell Roundup then we, we can't really support you it's just the mm-hmm. way it is and yeah. it's like 
okay, well, then if you don't support us, we'll have to sell Roundup. And I was like, that's not how it really <laughs> works. You know what I mean? That's like, that's not how it works, my friend. So kind of the same situation. I think if they just, uh, and not to say that my way is the only way, but just you know, I think that's one possibility is to separate what they do. Because breeding mm-hmm. and testing, if you do both, anytime you do testing, you have to be really fucking neutral as much as possible because the minute you have any reason to make your own better you're gonna do you know just by human nature you might not do it on purpose but you might magically have the the best results and the you know exactly what part to, to use to get the best results and you know you know all the sort of angles and stuff so it's just kind of like a it's just kind of like one of those things where we'll see see how they do it and uh i wish everybody luck Couple next next week's gonna be who knows a uh, couple more weeks we're gonna have Do- uh, David Bronner and Adam Eidinger on the show mm-hmm. as we had planned for today. Uh, hopefully you celebrate 420, have a good time on that. Today is bicycle day, so if you have anything stored in the freezer, you should probably fucking take care of that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that tonight when I get home. So uh, watch the intro of the show. You'll notice that we use bicycle day in our intro from day one because i don't know anything about this i need to figure it out sh- that's the shit right there yeah, today apparently. Is the day. today is the day now you, today is a good day to learn mr mti okay sweet uh hopefully you had a good show i know it's my shows are long and i'm a droning horrible person to listen to but i think we had it pretty well dialed today it was fun yeah, it was fun it was a good show thank you Mowgli, once again and everybody from uh Pilos, i know Times are tough, but you gotta weather the storm. We'll mm-hmm. we'll make it through. Peace. Later. Practically every one of the top forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special place. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja.